Hey everyone, this is Clifford Close of Podwood Forecast fame. Uh, just wanted to let you know, Thanks. Uh, first of all, thanks for listening. And also, uh, what you are listening to right now, we have released this lost episode that was previously not available anywhere except for SoundCloud, and now we've taken it off SoundCloud and we're releasing it to the world. And one of the original episodes that we did of the Podwood Forecast years ago, and what you are listening to right now is the unedited, uncut version of that episode. You'll be listening to it as it was as we released it like five years ago. Aside from the little introduction that. Uh, present day Mitchell and I give and the afterthoughts that we give after the episode. But otherwise, you're going to listen to the unedited version of that episode. So if you were actually more interested in checking out the newer edited version that I made recently because I was bored where it features clips of the music that we're talking about in the episode, you can go check that one out. Just go back to our podcast page on where wherever you listen to the podcast and it'll be on there because we're releasing we're releasing both of those versions at the same time so yeah if you want to check that out you can otherwise you can enjoy this show as well and speaking of which uh enjoy the show one two three four one two we need the white guys giving their insight on because they don't understand they're like mom I recently rewatched the first Avatar. How did it hold up? It doesn't. <laughs> okay. Hello. We're good. Hello. Hello. <laughs> is anyone there? I always like think of the who is this? of like the girl getting water poured on her face, and she's just like, "Hello." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the cadence. Every time I say "hello," I always give it that cadence now. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Literally, as I think, I I I came across that one recently. Uh, I forgot. I totally forgot about that one. It's, it's a so classic, good. though. She gets water poured on her, and she's like, she well, yeah, she's sleeping, and then her friends pour water on her, and she's yeah. like waking up with water in her face, and she's yeah, like, like poured on her hello like a whole second before she even like moves. I'm like, dang. In all honesty, that's probably something that I would do. <laughs> yeah. So like think about it. You're like all disoriented, like, and you're like waking up. Yeah, it's just like hello. <laughs> it's like my. It's like, always like man. That's how I would react to that. Probably. <laughs> speaking of react. Speaking of react. There's your segue, my dude. Yeah. So this is a special episode. Uh, also, uh, hi everyone. This is the Podwood Forecast. Hello. Uh, good to good to see you. Good to see y'all. It's St. Patrick's Day currently for us. It is. I'm wearing green, but you know, I just like wearing green, anyways. So good news. We had a little bit of a of a task for our listeners and it was a lot of fun. And so we had like a, a sort of goal for people to reach. And we did a similar thing to the last time that we did a lost episode, where this time around we asked if we could get up to two hundred members on our Facebook uh community group. And we really tried hard. I'm going to give it to everyone. We really tried our best. Got just a little over 150. And it was just, Ooh. it just kind of got to a point where it was like, you know what? 
I think we've probably reached our limit for now. I don't think, I think people have tried their best to invite people. I've tried my best, but there's not much more we can do. Yeah. And the thing was, is that like, I actually just really want to release this stuff. Right. (laughs) I know maybe some people don't care, but like I'm in a super nostalgic phase lately in my life. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to share this kind of stuff. So let's, let's just add on a little bit of a parlay to it, I guess. And so lately, uh, Anchor has allowed us to see like uh, the amount of Spotify listeners that we like followers that we have on Spotify. So we were at like 25. So I was like, okay, if we can get up to 30, if we can get up to 30 followers on Spotify, then we'll release the, the spot the lost episode. Mm. And we did. Thanks to you guys. We we reached that goal, and so now here here it is, the lost episode, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mitchell, it, it was lost, just... <laughs> but now it's found. Amazing grace, the Lord is good. <laughs> I just like how you're just kind of chiming in because you're very focused on what you're yeah, doing on I'm, your phone. You're like, yeah, I'm going through all the cool the releases from 2017. <laughs> yeah. To make so I can like mention anything I've listened to since this episode. Right. Yeah. Which I, I feel like I'm finding a lot that I probably didn't mention. In this. Oh, sure. Like, oh, yeah. like, it's going to be interesting, but I'm seeing a lot that I definitely did. Yeah. But I'm curious. I, I have no idea what I ranked things at the time though. Yeah. I'm we're really... going to, we're going to get into that. So basically just to explain what this lost episode is. And if you didn't, if you haven't listened to our last one that we did go check that out, because for those of you who don't know, me and Mitchell actually attempted to start Podwood Forecast years ago. I think it's been about like five years, I think, since we like yeah, did that. Definitely. It's and, it's been which quite is crazy. a few years for sure. So and initially what the purpose of the Podwood Forecast was back then was, you know, me and Mitchell were in a band, Short Forest, and we we realized that we like to talk a lot. And uh, we're like, why don't we, you know, that's that's always the birth of any podcast. Like, we like to talk a lot. We have opinions about stuff. Let's start a podcast. People need to hear this, dude. It's so important. But we're like, hey, maybe like the small bit bit of fans that we have would be interested in like a Sherwood Forest podcast. Right. So that's basically what it was originally. Just a chance for like me and Mitchell and maybe even I think we thought that maybe other members of the band could join if they wanted to, but just be like a sort of thing that we record where mm-hmm. we talk about things more related to the band. Uh, it was going to be very strictly music focused and it was kind of like an extension of the podcast. We were like hired for free. Yeah. For to talk do. the pulse. Yeah. yeah. For, it was essentially an extension of that when that ended. Cause we were like, we still, it was fun. We well, still want to do did, it. We started Podwood forecast before talk. Oh, the we pulse. did. Okay. And that's why we started to do talk the pulse because we're like, Hey, we're good at podcasting, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Podwood forecast was kind of like, and if you listen to the last lot, episode we talk more about like the our favorite experiences at shows that we had and like a bunch of other random stuff but mostly all having to do with the band and i remember it was that night we decided uh to do another episode so Mm. what you're gonna hear uh in this episode is basically from that same night you know our episode two you know and we just decided uh to talk about 
our our favorite music from that year, which happened to be 2017. Well, we recorded it in 2018, but we were talking about, yeah. you know, like what we do now, you know, but just a little bit more loosey-goosey back then. We so, were less, not that we're like incredibly structured now, but we were <laughs> definitely less structured then. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, now whenever we do our our top 10 lists or whatever, you know, we have like a, I'm going to say my number 10 and I'm going to say my number 10 and so on and so forth. Back then we're just like, uh, Oh, I'm just going to mention a few right now. And then you mention a few, you know, so it's a little bit all over the place. So we just kind of wanted to record this little intro to just kind of preface everything. And then, uh, and then we're going to come back at the end and uh, I've listened to the episode and I've written down, uh, what we talked about in the episode, and I'm going to read it to Mitchell, Sweet. and we're both going to kind of react to that, because I'm not going to make Mitchell listen to an hour-long episode. <laughs> um, so this episode was actually, <laughs> the original title for this episode was called uh, Go to Walmart. Uh, oh, yeah, we always had our funny little titles. Funny. Yeah, the, the one before this was uh, Whipped Cream Only. And this one was called Go to Walmart because that's apparently something that you and your sisters say instead of go to hell. It's oh, go to Walmart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. It's also, I, I have an appreciation for this episode because this is, there's a moment in here where I make you laugh probably the hardest that I've ever heard you laugh Ooh. at one of my jokes. It's at the beginning but it's you're like, so what are we going to talk about today, Clifford? And I'm just like, we're going to talk about gun control. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you were just so taken aback by it. And I was. You laughed so hard. I'm it's a like, giggly boy. Yeah, it was very, we were both very giggly back then. We were. Have a lot. We had a lot of energy back then. We, we were, were so, so yeah. happy back so, then. Yeah. <laughs> Such an innocent time. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to mention before we just go ahead and I think that sums it up. I it, think I've found anything from that year that I would like to mention if I didn't in this. Okay. I'm really curious to see what I mentioned. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um well then we'll just let you guys go ahead and enjoy this episode. Uh enjoy listening to us 5 years younger, so innocent back then. I guess I I should re-mention like we only did two of these episodes uh and then we realized that soundcloud had a limit to like how much you can oh, upload that's right. without having to pay for like the premium membership or whatever uh-huh. and then so we just kind of stopped it and then and then we started doing talk the pulse which i think it would be fun to do a talk the pulse lost episode sometime but uh, yeah more true. about that later uh-huh. you know we got we got this goal thank you guys again so much uh, for that, and uh, we'll listen to this episode, and then uh, present Mitchell and I will be back at the end for some spicy reactions. Sounds good. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. just remember a dream I had last night. <laughs> yeah, it just made you me wanna, laugh. You want to tell us about? It? Should I? I'll say it. It's weird. <laughs> Go for it's, it. It's really weird. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I love hearing. Possibly about uncomfortable. Okay. I, yeah, I just I don't know why it just came back to me. A dream I had last night. <laughs> I had a dream I was at a party and Aaron Weiss from Me Without You showed up. Oh, of course. <laughs> and he was like really out of it. And he came up to me and was just like, it would be really funny if we just like kissed right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, 
Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, And he stop. was like, he was like, oh, dude, it'd be so funny. <laughs> oh, and I like just left. And I went home. You was, left? You and left I was the party? Like, and I was so, I was like, why did the singer of my favorite band just try to kiss me? <laughs> I was so confused and like weird. And then I went home. Oh, so you didn't like it? You didn't, you didn't want him to kiss you? In the dream, I was just confused. <laughs> Cause I was like, is he drunk? I don't, I don't know what I should, how I should handle this situation. I just panicked. It's a little left. weird, yeah. I don't know why that came back to my brain. I was like, oh yeah, Aaron tried it's to kiss me in a dream, dream last night. <laughs> of course, you would dream that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I was hilarious. listening. I was listening to me without you that day. So of course, yeah. yeah. You you listen to them every day. Yeah, I do. Anyway, every speaking day. of music. Uh, let's listen to our music opinions of five years ago. Yeah. We've obviously not changed a bit. Mm-mm. Just kidding. I think we've changed a lot, but we'll talk about that. Enjoy this episode, and uh, we'll be right back. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Onward forecast. It's a, it's a, it's a sure, it's a short forest podcast. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> We're recording now. <laughs> Episode two. We've been recording podcasts for too long, obviously. Yeah, true. Wow. Episode two already. Wow. Already. Dude, I remember. I remember episode our first one. Episode. Like it was 10 Just... minutes ago. <laughs> no, dude. We, well, I don't know how we're. We're going to space these out, if at all. One a year. <laughs> In that case, considering how long local bands tend to stay together, yeah. we'll only have one podcast. We're screwed. <laughs> I'm going to be sick of you by next week. Anyways. Anyways, welcome, welcome back to back the Welcome back to the four podcast wood. Wow. That was horrible. <laughs> well, what? It's okay. You Did tried. I say it wrong? No. No, four, you, you did it at all. It's the four like wood that. cast The short wood. foot pod <laughs> foot. <laughs> foot. Welcome back to feet. We are sure at foot. And this is our podcast. This is where we talk about okay, let's music get right. and We're get sidetracked. We're going to confuse everyone. The Podwood Forecast. Welcome back to the Podwood Forecast, Welcome episode back. two. Good to see you all. February 16th, 2018. It is February That's not 16th. when it will be posted, but that's when we're recording it. No, of course not. So Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. It's 2019. <laughs> this will be up in like August. I'm gonna steal these skills. How freaking dare you? Anyways, anyways, uh, what are we gonna talk about today? Clifford? We're gonna talk about gun control. <laughs> oh my god! No, what a great, what a great topic for a music podcast. <laughs> hey, just because we're musicians doesn't mean that we can't get political. Our okay? opinions mean nothing. We're musicians. We have a stage. We're not smart. We have a spotlight, and we should use it. <laughs> Just kidding. That was a joke in reference to something we were talking about earlier. Yep. Don't get into it. No, I'm just going to say. No. I I posted an article that had to do with that on Facebook, and then people, you know, got into it in the comments. It's Facebook, man. What do you expect? Yeah. What do you expect? If I went on Facebook and said, man, Coke is so much better than Pepsi, I would have someone comment on it and be like, well, you, you're just not experienced enough with Pepsi to appreciate it. Okay? I honestly think that... Coke has used to clean cars. I honestly think that most people would be like, 
Yeah, who cares? No one cares about Coke or Pepsi anymore. <laughs> I know. No. Well, I also, like, unfriend people who would post garbage on my stuff like that. So wow. I've never really? had Facebook Just because drama. they have a different opinion than yeah, you? Yeah. If you don't agree with me, uh, go to Walmart. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what wow. I say instead of go to hell. I say go okay, to Walmart. Because Walmart. <laughs> Walmart is worse than hell. Um, anyways, Walmart sells that, music, but... and you know what else they sell? They sell <laughs> wow. albums. Wow. Segway. Let's talk about our Segway. Let's talk about our favorite music of 2017. Yes, because we're a little late on this, but I mean it's early 2018 right it's now. True. And I already made a post, a whole post about it. I think I have it written down in my notes. I had a list, like an actual list typed out a while ago. I do. Um, yeah, you have your like thing on Facebook, like you made your like reviews and stuff. Yeah, but I still have it written down because oh, uh, nice. I still haven't mm-hmm. written all my reviews yet. I hope I have... I need to write my one for the Foo Fighters. I don't think so. I have. How do we want to do this? Do you want me to just read off my list or just not do that? How about <laughs> um, we don't plan our structure by the way. We just wing <laughs> it. Uh, let's do. Sorry, Burp. We don't have to go in any particular... Let's not do, like, a top ten. Let's not go, like, from worst to best. Let's just... If you think of an album... That's... A, that, he, let's just talk go. about it. So you think of an Wait. album and talk about it, Wait, and then all think I want to know, what do you think was your least favorite album? Like, what was your letdown for 2017? Well, there's a difference between, like, least favorite or my most disappointed? Most disappointed. Most disappointing. Because my, my least favorite album last year was... Uh, Probably, I mean, if I know I'm not gonna like an album, I'm not gonna listen to it. So I don't really have any albums I hated. But in terms of an album I did listen to and I just like couldn't stand it, it was probably um, oh, what was it? I can't even remember right now. Um, I was like some. I think it was that little pump guy who did the Gucci Gang song. I couldn't stand. Oh, that. it was like a mixtape album. You actually listened to that. Unfortunately, oh wow! I, tr- I didn't listen to all of it, but I listened to some of it. I just Gucci wasn't gang, into it. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Yeah, Gucci a lot gang. of people it gets super catchy, and it like kind of is, but it's, it annoyed me. Um, <coughs> but my most disappointed was, which this is gonna imply I don't like it because I do, and you know what I'm about to say. Yeah, I do. Um, was Humans by Gorillas, and which is funny because like, I I, I, actually, I like out, that album a lot. When it first came out, you were like, "Oh, Clifford!" I was obsessed. This is with like it. my second favorite. I, I overhyped album. it. Yeah, I over I, I thought it was like my second favorite Gorillaz album for a while. I overhyped it, but that's a, I that was the problem. I got way too excited, and the excitement shrouded like any logic I had while listening to it. Not to say it's like on I mean illogical first, to enjoy. It was it. the first Gorillaz album in like years. Yeah, and, so. and to be fair, it I would, and I know that this is a song you don't really like that much, but my favorite song on the album was Charger. I, I'm that's okay actually, with Charger. That's actually in my top ten favorite Gorilla songs now. Huh. Like, there was, like, the singles they released were amazing. When the songs on there were good, they were as good as Gorilla's has ever been, but there was way more average songs, and there was even a couple I actually just straight up didn't like. There's... There's a, there was a lot of experimentation on that album. Yeah, that I mean, kind it was like an experiment. It was experimental, but with one sound, and that was my problem. Was that a lot of the songs sound because <clears throat> Grills is usually they mix up their style a lot between <clears throat> each song. Like this one's kind of more hip hop. This one's got a bit of an alternative rock feel, and this one. But this album was all like 
house music and none of it was super distinct except for like yeah. Charger. I felt like Charger was the most unique one. Um, and I, I actually, I love that song, even though it's super repetitive, it's just like fun to listen to. Yeah. And, um, and when they had good songs there, like Andromeda, um, let me open up the album so I can list my favorites real quick. Saturn's bars. Saturn's bar. Like it, all the singles they released beforehand, I really liked. I'm finding that I'm, I'm finding new favorite songs now. Yeah. I didn't really care about before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I got to go back to the album. Here, I'm, g- I'm going to list off my favorite songs from it. Uh, like I'll list my favorite songs, ones I kind of liked, average ones, and then ones I didn't like. So ones I really liked were Saturn's Bars, uh, Charger, Andromeda, Busted in Blue, Let Me Out, She's My Caller, and then if we want to include the bonus tracks i'll put in uh out of body and ticker tape as well so those are songs i really liked oh, yeah, which is a decent amount those. i don't care for any of the interludes they were stupid uh <laughs> average ones that were I like kinda, i like the non-conformist oath that was funny yeah <laughs> um the average ones that were like okay but i usually just skip were um strobe these were like a uh, good ones like i'll listen to them but it's like whatever Ascension, Strobe Light, Moments, uh, let's see, Car- no. Hallelujah Money, We Got the Power, um, and then Circle of Friends. Ones I disliked somewhat uh, were, going through the list here. Submission. What? You don't like Submission? Submission was so average to me, and I didn't like Danny. Br- really I don't really like Danny Brown. Uh, like, I liked it at first, I've but then really I like just... that track. I liked the I didn't first I really half. care about it at first. I just didn't like Danny Brown. Like, I, I just didn't like his He's, part. I, I don't know. He I would have liked it a lot it. more without that. It just it didn't flow very well, like, into that part. Um, Carnival was annoying. And repetitive. Sex Murder Party was probably the worst song on the album, in my Sex opinion. Sex Murder Party. It was so... <laughs> um, let's see. And then The Apprentice was like, okay, I actually kind of dig that one. Halfway to the Halfway House was actually... No, Halfway to the Halfway House was the worst one. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I think that was it. I might have missed a couple, but... So overall, I had more songs I liked than disliked, but every Gorillaz album, I... There was never a Gorillaz album where it had a song that I disliked. The first time I disliked a Gorillaz song was on Plastic Beach, and that was, um, what was it? I got to find that one now. But it, I can't remember the name of it right now. But So forgettable. I think it was uh, so, oh, Sweepstakes. I don't like oh, Sweepstakes. Oh, yeah, that's a That's, that's a like an annoying song to me. But other than that, I love that whole album. And then Demon Days, D-Sides, and their debut are just all perfect, basically. Yeah, Demon um, Days is my favorite album. Their debut is them. my favorite, and then D-Sides and Demon Days are, like, basically tied. Yeah. Plastic Beach is great. And then Humans was, it was like a 6.5 out of 10 album for me, if I had to give it a number. Yeah. Um, but again, it had Charger, and that became in my top ten favorite Gorilla songs. So it still had quality to it, but it was disappointing. That was a very long answer to that question. <laughs> um, so uh, I could talk about. We could just make this whole podcast about Gorillas easily, just, but I'm not going to do that. I so. want to break that up. Uh, just um, 
I just saw on Facebook, Denim Dragon is releasing their album, their first one that we've already heard, uh-huh. on tape. Whoa, that's cool. And they're doing a release show. We should do tape release. That'd be fun. I don't know how to do that, though. It'd how be, like, you, pointless, but, like, it'd just be kind of fun to have that. that. I thought it'd be cool if we... Uh, if we press or press, I don't know how you would word that. If we got our EP on vinyl just to have one, and we just like hang That'd it be up. A lot of money though. It's like a hundred bucks or something. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's cool. Congrats to Denim Dragons. They were really fun. Denim Dragons, you guys are great. Yeah, I love your music. I was actually um, at work in the kitchen, and I was I was playing their whole album, and Mike. Mike the Baker. <laughs> I just call him Mike the Baker. Mike the Baker. Um, I love that. that he was like, like a rapper. He, he he doesn't really do this that often because he's very he's very uh, particular about his his tastes. Yeah. Um, which he likes a lot of stuff. We there's a lot of stuff that we like. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that he doesn't like that I like. There's a, there's I know there's some stuff that he likes that I don't like. He listens to a lot of Frank Zappa. And I can't really stand him. Honestly. I've heard that name, uh, but I can't recall. Any I mean, of his music. Frank Zappa is a talented guy. Mm. He, I don't know if he's still alive, but a lot of his stuff is just like, what is going on? Yeah, because <laughs> it's just so weird. And I'm sure that he's like on drugs when he <laughs> probably uh, when he wrote those. Um, but anyways, I was listening to Denim Dragon. I kind of figured this might be something that he would be into. Yeah, because um, Denim Dragons they they have like. This is a compliment. Their stuff's like kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> like in a good way. I really yeah. like it. It's very yeah. Uh, their their stuff on Bandcamp. I feel like was that they're great. underrated and they need to be more popular than they are. But yeah, I agree. it is a difficult kind of crowd that they have around there. Yeah, like them, Miki Fiki, Howlback, like all like just there's very unique uh-huh. sounding people that don't have the attention they deserve. Those are the three bands that came to mind for some reason. They're just yeah. they're the most like unique sounding people we've played with gay neighbors well we haven't played with mickey fiki but we probably will yeah. at some point gay neighbors is kind of the same even though we have dude they're great their album is really um, good yeah but yeah mike was like who is this clifford i'm like oh it's a local band actually he's like oh really i love when you so, show people music and they're like this is a local band yeah i love it <laughs> it's awesome um but yeah i want to say well, you should tell me your most disappointing album last year if you had one i mm, but it's kind of hard to answer because if you know you're not going to dig an album, like you're not going to listen to it. I'll tell you. Um, Do you have one? Yes. This is like one that I can actually think of. And I actually don't really – I listened to it once. Yeah. And there are a couple of tracks that I liked on it, and I put it on my starred playlist on Spotify. Uh-huh. Other than that, I don't remember any of it. But it was May's new album. It was – May's? Yeah. M-A-E, May. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember, because I kind of, I re-listened to it, and I realized I only really liked the first three or four tracks, and then the rest of the album's kind of boring. It's, um, it was quite a disappointment, because this was, like, their comeback, because they hadn't been a band for, like, years. Yeah. And then they were finally getting back, and they released a single called Love is a Painted Picture. Yeah. I loved that. It's, like, this whole eight That wasn't on the album, though, was it? No, it it wasn't. It was, like, its own thing. It's kind of like, um... Reliant K's Look On Up. Yeah. That was just by itself, and it mm-hmm. didn't go on their new, their latest album. But Yeah, I remember I was trying to get you into it, and I I really liked it, but it's because I was only listening to like the first five songs. Yeah. And I, I would just only listen to those, and I never really listened to the rest of the album, but I, I convinced myself that it was super good, and I listened through the whole thing like a while ago, and I was like, 
It is kind of like not great. It's very the first few songs I really like. It's but very empty, honestly. Yeah, the rest is like just it's missing the same. a lot of sustenance, and it's also too long. Yeah. Um, th- and the reason one of the biggest reasons why it is like such a letdown for me was because their album, The Everglow, is one of my. It's like one of my top ten favorite albums. Yeah, honestly. I remember you told me that too. It's like, which I had never listened to May before, so I had no expectation. Yeah, the so. Everglow is beautiful. Like, which is really good. I don't really listen to. I mean, well, I guess I kind of still do listen to some of the, like the the emo rock music from back then. Like, yeah, especially I mean, like I'll still listen to My Chemical Romance sometimes if I'm feeling like a guilty well, yeah. pleasure. So we all listen to. We all have our guilty right. pleasures. But like, I've always like the Everglow was one of the first albums where I was like. And I was like young, and did you cry? I didn't cry, but <laughs> I, I remember being like, "This is so beautiful." Yeah. And this, like, this is this is an album. This is not just a collection of songs put together, but this is an album. Like, like in a it was a whole order. Yeah, and it was like a whole. It's like a whole concept, basically. Yeah. Just telling this this story, and I think the story is like, it's like a journey of mm-hmm. this of this one character. And, like, in the album, it like, in the booklet, there's, like, this really cool art yeah. that's in it as well. And it's that like was, this awesome project that Yeah, did. pretty much. That'd and be I really loved fun. it. And it's, I love how the album opens. And it's, like, it's like one of those, Welcome like... Welcome to the Everglow. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, one of those. It was really Welcome cool, yeah. Welcome to the Everglow by May. If you hear these sounds, you will know when to turn the page. Yeah. And it's, like, the beginning sounds of each track. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, thank you, and in, uh, we hope you enjoy your, whatever, your experience. Yeah. It's and really then, like, and then the last song on the album, it, like, the quality changes to, like, this really, uh, as if you're listening to it on an old tape. Yeah. Like, you could really tell, like, the, it had been distorted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it, it quiets down and is like, thank you for listening to The Everglow yeah. by May. I like that. It's like, it's such a good album. And I don't even remember the name of this this latest one it's just it's just m-a-e and it, it's like self-titled kind of but it's supposed to be an acronym for morning afternoon evening oh it's like m in parentheses a in parentheses, well, e they, in parentheses. i think they did eps like that with like yeah a, like a morning ep or something yeah and i think like the, years ago and the though. songs i like were from the morning segment of the album so it was kind of a concept okay. and then it was like afternoon evening. it was supposed to like match the mood of like the time of day i think yeah but and it just, i i remember being so excited because Love is a painted picture. It was really good. Is is good and it had that Everglow essence to it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh great, this is what the new album is gonna sound like. Yeah. And it didn't. Yeah. And so it was my big, biggest disappointment. I'm sorry, May. <laughs> and I love the guy's the guy's singing voice. He has a great yeah, voice. Yeah, he's really good. But uh, I really liked the guitars on uh, the first few songs. I can't even remember. Yeah, honestly. it's just they had really good melodies. Um, I really liked the instrument. I think that's what I was. I still do like the first few songs on that album a lot. It was just like very. It was just the production was very clean and like the guitars just were so like, they were just satisfying like to listen to for some reason like the melodies, and the tone. But the rest of the album is like very. It's just not interesting to listen to, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the first song's very long, but I really I like the story of it, so it's kind of entertaining to listen to. But other than that, it ended up I thought it was going to be one of my favorite albums at first, but it ended up not at all. Um, Didn't even make it on the list. No. I mean, <laughs> I still like it, but when I think of 2017, I'm not going to think of that album. Um, let's switch it to positivity mode and talk about no. albums we did like. 
Yes. So um, I can start this off, perhaps. Let me open up my phone. Go for so it. So I can get an album that I like. Um, <laughs> so we're not going to go in any particular order. I'll probably save my, like, top favorites for last. Okay. So I can, because I'll talk about those the most. But um, 2017, I will start off by shouting out the Velvet Face EP by Half Noise. Uh, it's five track EP. Ew. It was twenty minutes, and half no. I think it's Zach Farrow. I can't remember. It's the drummer from Paramore. Mm. I hope I'm getting that right. Aaron Gillespie, right? <laughs> but <laughs> he's um, the drummer, right? But yeah, it was the Farrow Zach Farrow from Paramore. It's his side project, basically his band Half Noise, and uh, this EP, The Velvet Face, came out last year, and our our drummer Chandler showed it to me and it's so good. Oh. And I like listen to it all the time. Every song on it is fantastic. Huh. And, uh, Haley Williams was actually on the song as you wave. Nice. And, um, it's just, it's really good. Every song on it's great. French class is the best song on it, in my opinion. French um, class. and Scooby's in the back, the opening track, the instrumental makes me think of Spyro music from PS one. Oh, nice. Like, I always love that. <laughs> I'm going to play it. Just like that part, so I mean, whatever, it'll be on the podcast a little bit, but uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the music, very Stuart just that Copeland esque, dun, 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 like, just yeah, that kind of vibe. we we spiral fans just know because, like, Dude, the soundtrack Matt is so the good. Matt Martin's the same, like, he grew up with those games too, and the like, drumming we on them is like so good, drumming and like everything is very rhythmic. And like, I remember talking with him about like music that we think is very Spyro-esque. Yeah. And, like, we know that, like, that particular sound. Yeah. I love it. It's crazy. I wonder, I like, feel like I that always soundtrack wonder, inspired a lot of, like, Yeah, I always wonder if drummers. it is intentional, like, if if they're like, oh, yeah, I, you know, Stuart Copeland, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Spyro. That's so cool they did that music. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Velvet Face, that's my first one. So now you you name one. Where, I mean, does it matter what particular order No, I just go? do whatever. I Personally, I'm going to save, like, my top I do have like a top three or five favorites I might mention, but I'm saving my all-time favorites of last year for last. I'm just gonna mention every other one I really liked. Throughout. Okay, just randomly. You don't need to do like from least favorite to favorite. Okay, so, just whatever. Well, you don't have to save your favorites for last. That's just what I'm doing. I think. I think my one. One album that I'm thinking about that recently I've been like rethinking. Maybe I should have put it higher yeah. than I did because I'm I'm learning to appreciate it more and that's uh Goths by the Mountain Goats. Yeah. And I'll spoil it, that's in my like, top three favorites. Wow. How dare you. So good. It is really good. It was just at the time like lately I've been getting more into the Mountain Goats. They and are listening they to are them an acquired a lot taste, more. no doubt. Yeah, they took me a while to get into Matt. Uh, or well, it wasn't even that. Like, I thought I like like I knew that I liked the, Ma- the Mountain Goats. You just thought, this I think album. you thought some of it was boring, right? It was different. Yeah. It wasn't boring. It was which you can't agree. You have to agree that Goths is a very different album from what. They've oh, absolutely. Done before. Yeah, because there's usually very, had a lot of jazz and stuff. A lot there. of jazz and a lot of like uh, I don't know. I had it just like a very quirky and bright sound to it. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you could say that some of it is kind of boring compared to yeah. like their other music. Because I can listen through the whole thing without skipping a song. Because um, I I like 
chill music sometimes. Uh, I never found... Sometimes it was like, all right, it's a bit of a drag, but I was never really bored um, because I just really liked the... Uh, I just... I love his writing. Like, I can focus oh, yeah. on his stories so much. John, even if the instrumentation was name? kind of boring, yeah. I just love listening to the stories of the songs. Yeah. So. And it's just... Yeah. So Rain and Soho. So I had listened. Oh yeah, Rain and Soho. That's I like always saw. That's one of their best songs ever. In my yeah. Opinion. Like. Mm. And that was like Rain and Soho was like the most familiar sounding. Oh yeah. Even though it was a bit more. It was a smart opener track. Um, yeah, but then like the rest of it is like <laughs> the rest. None of almost. the other songs are like that. Yeah. Rain and Soho, Wear Black, Paid in Cocaine. Um, what was the one where he's like, and I'm I not like that shows. hardcore. That's um the king uh. What's his name? Let me see. I forget. Uh, Andrew Eldridge. No, wait. The no, Grey King and the Andrew Silver Eldridge. Flame. Yeah. Uh, we do it different on the West Coast. Unicorn to Tolerance. Me. Wear Black, Pain and Cocaine. Abandoned Flesh. Yeah, so these, th- those are all good Almost the whole album songs. Is and I feel like I was a bit hasty in my where I put it. I don't know where I would put it now. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like the reason was because... Like I said, I actually hadn't listened to as much Mountain Goats before. Yeah. And I, th- but I, there was a lot of Mountain Goats that I liked. And I, a lot of them was like, you know, the very signature Mountain Goats sound Heretic. with like acoustic rock, you know, yeah. and like very that was uh, driven stuff. He, that was their first album where they didn't use guitar at all. Yeah, they did. Nope. Uh-huh. Sheld has a uh, guitar. It was bass. That the- lick that's at the end? Yeah, no, there's no, it's a, it's a, it was, there's no guitar on the album at all. No, because I, I saw them play it live. Well, live he might play it, but for the recordings, they intentionally left out guitar for the whole album. I don't believe you. I promise, because that was like the big deal about the album was like, there's one part where it sounds like a guitar, but it's a bass. That's a bass. That's a bass? Yeah. It's, like, just high up. It could wow. be a keyboard effect, too. Who knows? But, no. The no, whole it's not a keyboard effect. It's a, it's a bass. Because, like, that's just, like, high up. Like, here. Um, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, Rain and Soho didn't here. even have any... Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I believe you now. <laughs> wow. so good at bass. That's why you're not our bass player. Well, I don't know how to play this song. I'm just guessing right now. So. I mean, that was pretty close, actually. So, good job. I so believe you know. So, just take that and put that, like, filter effect on it. This is so... Remember, um, it's crazy. Well, we plug back my mic to talk more about that. But, yeah, I don't know if you can hear them. Yeah, I, I remember someone said the same thing. They were like, no, there's guitar on it because that one song, and they played that. And I was like, no, that's a bass. And they're like, isn't that kind of cheating? And it, I guess <laughs> it kind of is, but... No, I mean, that's creative, but, I guess. Yeah, but no, I guess... That's interesting. Especially I, in terms of, like, acoustic, because he's very acoustic-driven with yeah. his songs. Um, like, Rain and Soho could have easily had acoustic guitar in it. The demo version of it does. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I've heard that. Um, but, yeah, they're, my other favorite albums from them are Sunset Tree, Heretic yeah. Pride, and All Eternal's Death. Yeah, see, that's see now I've been actually, like, going back and, like, listening to their albums yeah. now. And because uh, before Goths, um, 
the only album that I had ever like really paid attention to was um, Frick, and I don't even remember its name. Mm. See, this goes to show you Sunset Tree, how probably? much of a how much of a Mountain Goats. Fan oh, uh, I, am. I bet it's Beat the Champ because you've mentioned yeah Beat the Champ. Yeah, yeah. you've mentioned. I that knew one. it was that's the a great album. One. Yeah, yeah, it is a good one. Like I, a lot of the tracks. I like all of the tracks that are on that one. It's really good. I like um, the art style they're doing for their album art now. That was like the first one that had that cartoony yeah. stuff, and Goths kind of continued it. I hope yeah. they keep doing art like that for their albums. Yeah, it's really that is nice. cool. But so yeah, and and so after listening to a lot of those, I've I've learned to appreciate the Mountain Goats more. Yeah, and somehow that's made me appreciate Goths more. Yeah, even though it's different. It's it's kind of funny because I was the same way because Goths was the first Mountain Goats album I ever listened to and it was their most different and so oh. people were like no don't well that's not really true because I tried listening to other stuff before but I couldn't really get into it because yeah. I remember Matt was like Sunset Tree is a really good entry point and it was like it was good but I just couldn't really I wasn't super into it and then I listened mm. to Goths and I loved it like yeah. instantly and I don't really know why and then I went back and so it's kind of reverse for me I loved Goths didn't care for the other stuff but then listening to Goths made me love their other stuff. More. I think because with Goths, I was I had an expectation. Yeah, and it just threw me off, kind of. It's like watching The Office. Like you kind of have to know like the characters and like how the humor is, and know more about it before you really enjoy the show. Yeah. And with this, it's like you kind of have to know his writing, like how his other stuff is before it's. You have to like really get into the Mountain right. Goats before you really appreciate them. Yeah. So, and I also I just found myself kind of kind of jamming to like all the all the songs from goths yeah and i like oh maybe i like this album more than i thought i did yeah it's amazing so uh, i won't mention goths now on my list since i basically talked about it already but yeah, yeah goths was one of my favorites last year too um good the uh my do you have a favorite mountain goat song oh well see that's the thing is like it's like just such the ob the obvious one but i think it's this year yeah, that's a great one. Sunset well, Tree Well, that's is, like their hit, though. It's Sunset so. Tree is arguably their best. It's not my favorite, but it's arguably their best album. Okay. Um, or their I'm pretty sure song. that's, like, what got them, like, really popular. Yeah, definitely. Like, in the mainstream. Because I know I've it's listened also, to their early stuff. Have you listened to their early stuff? Yeah, it's very lo-fi. Yeah, it's, it's like, so it's so interesting. Yeah. He's been making music for so long. Yeah, like how crazy. do you write that much music? I don't <laughs> understand. He's not running out of ideas. It's crazy. Yeah. He's also he's like an author though, so it's just he's infinite imagination. Does but he have books? I want to read a he book. He does, I think. Oh. Same. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, that's so Mountain Goats. in Brook- Brooklyn is your favorite song. Yeah, that's from Heretic Pride. Then, yeah. So good. It's a good album. I love it. Um, but yeah, so um so that was yours. Um so I'll I'll mention another album I liked last year. Um, let's talk about hip hop because I know how much you love hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I have two hip hop albums that are on my list. Really, like top. Yeah, nice. Uh, one of my my favorite hip hop album last year was uh, "Flower Boy" by Tyler the Creator. I usually am mm. not the biggest hip hop fan. If I'm being wait, would Gorillas count as hip hop? Not, they're they're more alternative. They have, sometimes they, I mean, I know they've been described as trip hop. They have hip hop songs, but not all their stuff is hip hop. So right, um, okay. like my favorite Gorillaz song is "November Has Come," and that's technically one of their hip hop songs. But I wouldn't call them hip hop because they, I would just call them alternative. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, so back then to two, two hip hop albums then on my list. Yeah, Gorillaz. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Flower Boy by Tyler, the Creator was my favorite hip-hop-related album last year. Um, I'm usually not a big hip-hop fan, but 
and I had never really listened to much of Tyler Creator before, but I knew about him. I knew some of his stuff, but I just the production on the album is so good. Yeah, it's like musically and instrumentally, it's is that the amazing. one with the song that's like who that boy, who that boy, who had me. That's not that's a that was like the big hit on the album, but that was in terms of like instrumentation, it was one of the le- more least interesting ones. But like the opener on it is so good. Is that um, one that Jaden Smith was on. Yeah, that was uh, Pothole featuring Jaden Smith, and he did good on that. Jaden Smith's actually not too bad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just a really great album. I, the production on it was fantastic. Um, it's just fun to listen to. Um, I just I liked it way more than I expected because I usually am not into music like that, but it yeah. it just sounds great. So ah, cool. I mean, have you? I don't really have much to say about Tyler the Creator because I've never really listened to his stuff. Yeah. But have you ever watched Loiter Squad? No, but I've heard of it. Dude, that's like his show, to. right? I mean, it's okay. It's not like is that the cartoon? No, no, no. It's um, had a it's an Adult Swim show. It's kind of oh. like it's very similar to. The Eric Andre show. But oh, nice. Personally, the Eric Andre show, I think, is better. Oh, well, obviously. Um, I don't Eric Andre's show is hard to top. Well, yeah. It's so but it's kind of like the same vein of comedy, kind of. Maybe just, a, well, of course, more tamed down than Eric Andre. Oh, yeah, no Eric doubt. Andre. But it's it's pretty funny. They do a lot of, like, very like similar kind of uh, comedy. And, um, I mean, it makes sense that Tyler, both Tyler, the creator... Because Chris Rock is on that one, too. Oh, nice. Um, wait, no, 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 no. Not Chris Rock. Gosh, I'm going to sound like an idiot saying <laughs> Chris Rock. It's like, oh, it's because he's black. Kevin like, Hart? No. <laughs> I'm just thinking of short black comedians right now. <laughs> no, is... See, now i got to look it up. But Tyler, the creator, and a bunch of other like rap artists are on it. It's just a whole group, but Tyler, the creator, is like the main guy... Miller nice. Squad, American Comedy Series. Um, oh, the, uh, it features members of Odd Future Wolfgang. Oh, nice. Kill them all. I guess that's their whole name. <laughs> um, oh, wait, I do have another hip hop album last year, too. Taco. Right. That's his name. Taco. I like that yeah. name. Jasper Dolphin. Um, is that really his name? I don't think that's. Oh, wow, he's nine. He's twenty-three. His real name is Travis Bennett, but I don't think huh. he's the guy that I I've was heard thinking of him. about. Yeah, L Boy. But yeah, Lawyer Squad is pretty funny. It's like on. Uh, I think it's on Hulu. Nice. But yeah, my um, I forgot to. I don't really have much to say about hip-hop, so I'll just mention the other hip-hop album I liked a lot, which was Saturation, which they released three Saturation. Wait, by who? Brockhampton. They released Saturation oh. 1, 2, and 3 last year. 3 was my personal favorite. Boogie was, like, a super fun song. Um, but, yeah, Brockhampton, it's like a boy band of rappers, essentially, and they're, <laughs> it was a super fun album. That was oh, great. I think I remember you talking about them. Yeah, it was I really never... good. I mean, like you said... Hip hop's not really like my main go to, mostly mm. because I'm very. It's kind of like my relationship with country. Like, yeah. Um, I only like country when it's good. Yeah. I only like hip hop when it's good. Yeah, same. So, and um, 
But yeah, I'll just mention one more. I'm just mentioning ones I don't really have much to say about real quick, but yeah. uh, Steve Lacey's demo EP. Uh, it's Do like you R&B soul. EPs? Because I didn't. I, I am, yeah. I, I mean, my official I list, I didn't, albums. but I'm looking through my phone and I'm like, oh, I'll include EPs. But yeah, Steve Lacey, uh, he had a EP and Dark Red was the big hit on that and it's amazing. Uh, wow. Trenton showed him to me, actually. And oh, yeah. Super good. But yeah. He has good so there's like three kind of hip hop y albums. Yeah. So. Mine ones uh, were ones that, uh, in terms of hip hop albums, uh, were ones that no one really cared about. Nice. Um, Please say Jaden <laughs> Smith. <laughs> no. Sire I even or whatever it was called. It's no. actually not bad, hilariously enough. Well, yeah, I've heard a little bit of it. Batman, 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 good. Batman, Batman. <laughs> literally one of his songs so starts good. out with that. It sounds great. It's dumb, but... But uh, the two ones were uh, Crooked by Propaganda hmm. and um, Rubonic by John Rubin. And it's funny because those are both those are both Christian hip-hop artists. Wow. And Christians I, can't rap? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even like... I like... I don't... I don't get into hip-hop as much, let alone Christian hip-hop. Yeah. Even though that used to be like... I used to listen to a lot of it. Actually, no, not a lot of it. John Rubin actually was just like my main rap guy that I went to yeah. when I was a kid. And the reason why this album was so exciting for me because was because um John Rubin hadn't done anything in years. Huh. And so I was interested to know what it would sound like. Do you know John Rubin? I've heard of him. I've never listened to you him. You know the song Do Not like Do Not Tell me what a kid is going to do when I rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do know that song. Yeah, that was like his hit. And I was just interested to to hear what the, what he would sound like today. You huh. know, like what he was going to try and do. Yeah. And um, it's um, it's interesting because like the way that he opens up the album with with the one song, um, I don't even rem- I don't exactly remember it, but he's just like this is basically going to be the first the last album I ever make. Oh wow! I'm like oh dang, it's like quite Big an opener boy. right there. Yeah, and um, he gets re- well. John Rubin has always been one. He hasn't always been known for like being a great rapper. Yeah, like he doesn't have that great of he doesn't have like he don't got that flow. I mean, he has flow, but it's not like impressive yeah you know it's just like oh okay mm-hmm. he raps and it's <laughs> it's not incredible it's just like but by it's, the books but it's his lyrics that have always you know been his main thing that like gets people um attracted to him i am and a that he was never really like overtly christian yeah like the most overt one that i can think about is a song called god is love Mm-hmm. That's the only one that I can think about, and that was one that Toby Mac actually featured on. Um, but anything Toby else, Mac. anything else though, was like very. Um, I don't know. He talked about like he liked to talk about like the music industry and oh, all nice. that, and that's what he talked about a lot in this album, Rubonic. It's like he's a Christian, but his music isn't like ninety one point five. Yeah. For those who don't know what that is, it's a Christian radio station here that plays the same <laughs> four songs friendly. over and over again. Pretty much, so. um, but but yeah, and and even with this one, he actually he actually says a cuss word on it. Oh my lordy! Yeah, and like, Christians can't cuss. I remember, I remember one of the things, uh, one of the lines that he said. He was like, it was basically along the lines of saying like, 
like too too edgy for a Christian audience and too Christian for a secular audience. Oh yeah. And I mean that's basically him. That's interesting. And, um, I don't know. He, he just got very real with it. and and the music and the production quality was actually really good. Nice on this and like there's a lot of songs that I can re- that I really jam to. What's the album called? Uh, Rubonic. Rubonic. Yeah. I might check it it's out. It's John Rubin. Curious. Um, He's a white rapper, by the way. I didn't. Oh, never mind. That, but <laughs> 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 no, but like you know. Yeah, he's good. And then um, "Crooked" by Propaganda was very Propaganda. I I once saw him live, and I've always really liked his artistic style. Um, with his earlier stuff, he got he's like really creative with his music. He's mm-hmm. like almost folksy, kind of. Oh, nice. Um, this one, he went a little bit mainstream, but I think I understand because he was very particular about the message of this album. Mm-hmm. And it, like, speaks out a lot against, like, current issues of today of, like, racism and... Yeah. Yeah, basically racism. Yeah. He's got one song that's called Darkie. And it's, like, kind of uncomfortable, but I but it's fine because, you know, he's African-American. Yeah. But, like... Like yeah, that's the song. Like you're just another darky. You just another darky. Oh my lord! <laughs> but but I love this album because it doesn't like it doesn't like point at any particular people. It's not like yeah. a black man, you know, like pointing at white people. Yeah, he's pointing at like both sides. He's pointing at the issue. Yeah, yeah, not at yeah. the people. Because what he's saying is like the issue isn't just you know white people being racist. It's also you know. His family, his brothers, you yeah, know, um, that can be the cause of those issues. Yeah. So, it takes two, basically, is what he's saying. Uh, that's actually like my favorite song is the title track. It's crooked, and basically he's saying like we that. we're all crooked. Yeah. You know, like even I'm crooked. He's like one of his lines is, um, you know, like I love my wife, but um, but I also struggle with. You know, looking at this other girl's skirt in a, on a pl- on a plane flight. You yeah, know? like we're all crooked, and he also looks at it like through the lens of of a Christian, and so yeah, uh, it didn't make it as high on my list, mostly because a lot of a lot of it was just very mainstream yeah. hip hop music, but the message is really strong, and so nice. and I enjoyed a lot of it. So good deal. So yeah, those are my hip hop albums, and one go. of them wasn't even. Oh, uh, you know, I'm not even gonna. Say <laughs> two two white folk musicians talk about rap, guys. That's no, 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 no. <laughs> one, of, one of them was white. The other one was African American. No, I was talking about us. Oh, oh I was like yeah. two two little white folky boys talking about rap right yep. now. I mean, um, we got I got all different kinds of styles <laughs> in here, so yeah. You know. But uh, but yeah, I'll go. Again, I got two singles I'll talk about and then an album. Uh, other single is Stranger by Miki Fiki. Was, uh, yes. And they also had the uh, the one with Hemingway, Cancer Dog, and Molly Phoney on their other single. So I guess they technically had two singles last year. Yeah. Um, but Mickey yeah, Fiki. they Stranger was amazing. And I love that song, and I listen Mickey to it a Fiki, lot. Mickey Fiki, please notice us. Yeah. <laughs> We're probably going to play a show with them at some point, hopefully. some um, point. But, well, they're from, like, out of state, though. Oh, yeah. I don't remember exactly. If they ever come from. back, we were supposed to, but they had to cancel, unfortunately. But yeah. we'll see what the future holds. And uh, the other single I wanted to mention was My Jinji by Jinji Kiko. Uh, or wow, that, Sun- that that's the name me. of the album? That triggers single. me. But it's by Sunset Roller Coaster. 
Uh, and the song is My Gingy, and it's really, really good. It's very chill. I love the guitar in it. It's a great song. Um, and it, it's like it kind of inspires what I want to go for in some of my music that I do by myself. Um, in terms of full lengths, um, I guess I'll mention two because they're by the same artist. King King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard released oh. five full-length albums last year. Oh, yeah. It's mental. <laughs> um, but the two I listened to were Flying Microtonal Banana and Gumboot Soup. And they were both really good. Like, I haven't listened gumboot to all... Gumboot Soup? Yeah, <laughs> Gumboot Soup. Delicious. Hey, guys, Gumboot Soup. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, they were both really good. Every album had a totally distinct sound. I don't know. These people are crazy. I don't know how they did five full-length albums that were all apparently pretty good with their own distinct I mean, sound. If you take, if you just take aside the time, yeah, I think it is very possible. Yeah, like if you don't, if you don't, like care. they probably did nothing but music last year. Um, but yeah, both those albums were great. Uh, Microtonal <laughs> Banana is the best one I've listened to personally. Um, but yeah, King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard, they're freaking crazy. They're very talented. Their sound is really distinct. Yeah. And both those albums are great. I haven't listened to the... I've listened to some of the other ones, but not all the way through. These two I've listened to all the way through. That's the trouble that I would have. Like, I wouldn't know which album to... Like, yeah, really that, was tro- tr- that was my trouble. <laughs> that was my problem. Was my problem. I didn't know which one to listen to, so I just... Uh, I went on like some forums and people talked about their favorite ones and people kind of agree that Microtone Banana was the best one. Yeah. Um, and Gumboot Soup, I just saw a review for it and was like, all right, I'll look at that one too. And <laughs> I think that was like the last one they released last year and it was really good. It's so. kind of like what um, the Oh Hellos are doing right now. Oh, uh, um, yeah. But they're doing it with EPs. They've, That's cool. They've released two EPs within the past few months. Nice. And I think they have two more that they're doing but what i did is that i put the two eps in one playlist yeah so that's a good idea it's kind of like a whole album yeah since i like that idea but yeah so those are some more so i uh i had an honorable mention do it because i didn't put it on my list because it's a cover album (laughs) oh i know Um, what it's gonna be right yeah ninja sex party (laughs) under the covers Volume two. They're kind of like a joke band, but their cover they're albums. They're a comedy band, yeah. Yeah, but their cover albums are like them kind of showing more. They're like, hey, we can actually be musicians. Yeah. <laughs> Which I li- I personally like that way more. Yeah. Um, their cover albums are great. Mm-hmm. So their production got a lot better on the newest one. Yeah, it did. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a fan of Dan Avedon and everything that he does. His voice I mean, is just like perfect for 80s music yeah like pretty much he, like he's able to do like all those songs all those different songs yeah and it's all yeah it's mostly 80s mm-hmm. stuff i think they get into like some 70s and some like early 90s but it's mostly like the song like everybody wants to rule the world mm-hmm. like he almost sounds exactly like the original person yeah like when i hear the original one i'm like that just kind of sounds like dan yeah like and that's that's another like one of the reasons why it's not on my list was because they they almost did it like you know like note for note like exact yeah ones. but they did make a few liberties it was on, like a recreation some of them like yeah um like in in your eyes by Peter Gabriel I love that song oh, right but they did something like really different they they kind of pulled it back a bit and like made it more chill like there's no drums except for some like 
bongo percussion, you oh, know, nice, and it's yeah. really beautiful. That's cool. Like, uh, it's a really beautiful rendition of it. And then they did kind of the same thing with uh, Rocket Man by Elton John. Um, it's all like, uh, it's all pretty much uh, mostly acoustic guitar. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Um, they got someone else, like some other, like, really popular guitarists that are on YouTube and they like collaborated with them. Yeah. And it's and it's really nice, you know, just very acoustic driven for it. And um, definitely. Yeah. The only other liberty that I can think about that they did is that um they did Phil Collins uh Don't Lose My Number. Oh nice. And um in the original it goes from uh the bridge to uh, the chorus, and it's just like straight on, you know. Like, yeah. Billy, Billy, don't you? But <laughs> instead, they did like a little breakdown, where like they dropped out the they dropped out the instruments, and they just did like a clapping thing, like to Billy. That's kind of cool. Billy, don't you lose my number? I like clapping so much, dude. It's so fun. Anywhere. Yeah. So. So yeah, that was just my honorable mention. I, I wanted to mention it because I didn't put it on my list, but I wanted to talk about it. So nice. Um, good job, Ninja Sex Party. You I'm did really, it. I'm really excited about the Starbomb album that's coming out soon. They're making so. another one. Yep. Wow. Good on them. I know they work really hard. All right, I got a couple local shout-outs. Uh, oh, ter- I have two local albums on my list too. The, I bet mine are the same ones. I'm let's sure say it at the one of them is. Let's say it at the same time. Three, okay. two. Well, the band. Scar- okay. Let's, let's say the bands first. Three, okay. two, one. Red, Red scarves and Terra Terra. Yep. <laughs> Knew it. Yep. Red shout out. Where's your light by Terra Terra and uh, Sword of Scarlet by Red Scarves? Both amazing. So Full lengths. Uh, the production doesn't sound like Another a local band exam- at all. Two examples of like you play them and people are like, wait, these are local bands. Yeah. Like I listened to Red even Stars. though Terra Terra is a little bit more popular and they yeah. had a little bit more. You They're know, still like, like local though, yeah. but they they've gotten the attention they deserve. They've gone um, touring and they've been on Audio Tree. Yeah, which I watched Audio Tree for the first time in a while yesterday, oh, yeah. and I saw Emily on there. Oh nice! I'm like, yeah, there's Emily. She's so you know nice. She works there, right? Oh really? I didn't yeah. know that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. She was really nice when we played with them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're both those albums are great. Listen to both of them all the way through multiple times. Uh, but yeah, um, just so good. Good on they them. Good. Super proud of them. Red scarves. It's are hard to it's hard to be a local musician and uh, make, make high quality recordings. Music. We can't even do that all the way. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm still proud of our EP, um, and I think we like we made ours for free on GarageBand, and I think that's still impressive. Yeah. But just like thinking, it's how much more work we would have to do to get like studio quality stuff is like insane we can do it we got close though yeah. i think uh, not With to pat ourselves too hard on the back but i'll show people our stuff and i'll be like yeah we did it on our own microphones in a basement on a laptop on garage band and they're like yeah. really <laughs> like <laughs> no what so it's you can do it's pretty easy to well it's not easy but it's very people are very capable of making good quality recordings on their own now yeah. and i don't know if they i'm assuming they both those bands did studio for those albums, yeah, they. Uh, I know that Terra Terra. Um, well, I know for both of them. Yeah, Terra Terra, they did it at the actual Audio Tree Studio. Mm-hmm. That's where it was mostly uh, recorded and produced. And uh, Red Scarves, their 
Uh, main place to go to is uh, Bombsite Studio Recordings. Nice. Which is in town. Um, you can, but they also did some on their own too. Yeah, like we could we can make the best like DIY recording, but you always be able to tell the difference between studio and DIY. Right. Um, but but yeah, they they were both just really good. Great so. job, guys. We love you. You're two of our favorite bands, and yeah. we miss you, Terra Terra, and we hope that you guys come back because mm-hmm. they went on an indefinite hiatus. Yeah. So, and we're also gonna play. I think we still have a show with the Red Scarves. Do we? I'll have to. It's always fun to do shows with. They're cool guys. Yeah. But yeah, so those are my two. I guess we both just kind of went. So if, I guess you can go now if you want. If you have another one, I'll probably. What, how much, what, what, what time are we at right now? Uh, we're at 51 minutes. All right. Uh, you can list one more and then. Or list off like your three all time favorites and then I'll do the same and then okay. we can end it. My top three favorites going from three to one. Where uh, were um, "Sleep Well, Beast" by The National, which actually got a Grammy, nice for um, best alternative album. Awesome, uh, very well deserved. Um, number two was "Gone Now" by Bleachers, uh, which I felt like was an underrated album of 2017. I didn't see many people talk about it that much, you except that. for except for uh, like other people's Facebook posts. But I didn't see yeah. them in like. Grammys. Yeah, you never saw them around. Wasn't in Pitchfork's best albums. I hate Pitchfork. Um, also, you can mention more than three phones because I just realized I have more than three I need to mention. Oh, but more than three? I won't go in. Just like mention like your all-time faves, no particular number, because I'm probably going to have more than three now that I'm thinking Should about Should I just it. do my top five? Sure, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I have probably five I'm going to have to list off. Okay, so top five. Um... You know, I'll just do my top six. I don't care. Go for it. I yeah. saw another one that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Kinda. It was uh, Shelter by William McCarthy. Nice. Who um, was the former lead singer for one of my favorite bands of all time, Augustine's, who are unfortunately no more. So it was really fun uh, that he um, that he did that. And a couple of the members of Augustine's actually helped him out on some of the songs, too. Nice. So it was really great. It's very stripped down, very acoustic for most of the songs. And actually a lot of the songs were covers, but it made sense because it's like him saying, this is a lot of the music that means a lot to me. Yeah. So, so yeah, Shelter by William McCarthy. Please check it out because I don't want the same thing to happen to him that happened to Augustine's. That not enough yeah. people were supporting them and they had to quit. So yeah, that's sad, man. Support William McCarthy. Ugh. Okay, number five, Destroyers of the Soft Life by J. Roddy Walston and the Business. One of my favorite discoveries of 2017. I had never heard of them before until one of their songs came up on my Discover playlist on Mm -hmm. Spotify, and I just fell in love. They're just a great, good, you know, rock band, you know. Um, And they have, like, great melodies, and uh, yeah. Coming in at number four, which a lot of people have talked about this album, Melodrama by Lord. I think it was yeah. a fantastic album. I still need to listen to all of it. You I should. failed to do so. You need to, because it's it honestly A lot of people really liked it. It should have won it should have won best album. Yeah. I don't I don't think that. Um and I haven't even listened to it, but I don't think I'm that sorry, Bruno, Mars I don't, album. I agree. I I mean he's fine and he's talented, but his music but is not, very it's by not the book. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it was, I was very disappointed in that. It's just kinda I don't I'm know. sorry, Lord. Bruno Mars is so talented, the but his music just doesn't interest me very much half yeah. the time. 
Yeah, so melodrama, Lord. There's not. I could say a lot about it, but I think you guys already know yeah. how great it is. Then Sleep Well Beasts by The National, Gone Now by Bleachers. My number one favorite album, A Black Mile to the Surface by yep. Manchester Orchestra. Heck yeah. It's so good. And We saw that um, live uh, acoustic version. Yep, we saw Manchester Orchestra live, just uh, Andy Hull For and um, the other guy. <laughs> I forgot the other guy. Yeah. Name. Robert something. They just did an acoustic show, and it was beautiful. It's fantastic. And then you and Chandler got to meet him. Yeah. And that's cool. They were um, really cool. But yeah, Black Mile to the Surface was just uh, the perfect album for me for 2017. It nice. Was just, uh, like, I remember, like, I have fond memories of, like, because I walk to work a lot, and oh, sometimes yeah. I open, and it's, like, you know, still dark in the morning, and there are a couple times I just put on Black Mile to the Surface, and it's, like, the perfect soundtrack it to is. that time of day, you know? It's great. The and whole album all the way through is just mesmerizing to me. Yeah, and it's... It's so dynamic, and it was such a, a relief uh, from from Cope. Yeah, my least favorite Manchester Orchestra. Which it's like album. still good, but it's very like the same thing the whole. It's way good through. songs, but as an yeah. album, it just didn't. It annoyed me, honestly. <laughs> Bless yeah. you. It's just repetitive, and it didn't. It's hard what hitting the whole time. Do, what I want to do is that I want to make a playlist, and I want to go through all the tracks of Cope, and of Hope. And oh, like try yeah. and figure out which one is better, like which version is better. Make and like, like a combined ideal version. Yeah, yeah. Of an album. I want to do that, and I will That'd do be that funny. too. I do that sometimes time. with bands. I'll like mix up their albums and be like, "This is the album." I want. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I did that with Humans once. I like, <laughs> I like uh, took out a couple of the songs I didn't like. How the main one took some of the bonus <laughs> tracks and like uh, Garage Palace and sleeping powder and like put that and i was like this is what humans should have <laughs> yeah, been there, there you go sleeping powder should have been on yeah. humans but. but yeah cool i'll i'll do mine now um and then once i do mine we can do some we can end it by mentioning albums we like so far this year and ones we're hyped for for good idea yeah so uh <laughs> i'll do a couple honorable mentions that i didn't really get to do um Honorable mentions, not all-time favorites, but I liked them. Uh, Beast Epic by Iron and Wine. Uh, Phantom mm. Anthem by August Burns Red. And then um, I think there was at least one more. Uh, maybe not. Oh, and then uh, I think it was, I can't remember what it was called. It was like Unpeeled or something, Caged the Elephant. It was just a stripped-down version of like some of their old oh. songs. It was fun. Um it wasn't amazing, but I listen to it sometimes. I like some of the versions of those songs now more than the originals sometimes. So that was, gotcha. a, that was a fun album. I feel like KG Elephant is cool. Um, yeah. So now I'll go with my all-time favorites. Not really necessarily in a particular order because I, I can't think of an order for the... Well, some of them, it's like, it's like a tie. Yeah. There's a three-way tie between... Um, the Manchester Orchestra album Goths and Cra- Goths by <laughs> Goths <laughs> by the Mountain Mitchell. Goats and then Crack Up by Fleet Foxes is like a three way tie for me. Okay. Those so um my so other you don't one, have a number one favorite. You not just, really. Huh. I can't really choose a number one. But my other all time favorites After Laughter by Paramore. Oh, uh, okay. I was really I wasn't too excited for it because I wasn't super into their self-titled album. Yeah. Which I, I was talking to Chandler about that, and I actually hadn't listened to the self-titled Paramore album in a long time. I re-listened to it, and I really like it now. Okay. Uh, I gave it another chance, and I like it a lot. 
Um, and but go. at the time we I wasn't crazy for it. Chance. Yeah, I wasn't crazy <laughs> for for that, so I wasn't super hyped for After Laughter. But then I loved the single that came out, and then I listened. The whole album is just great. It's probably tied for my favorite Paramore album. Huh. So good. I love the guitars on it, the writing, and uh, Aaron Weiss from Me Without You was featured. Well, he wrote and like led one of the last songs on the album, yeah. which a lot of people hated because Aaron Weiss. It's a lot very different. Apparently, Me Without You and Paramore toured together. Like the, he, they were opening for Paramore at one point, and I oh, didn't. Really? I didn't even know how long that. Ago? Uh, probably it was apparently not too long ago. <laughs> but uh, Chandler told me that, and everyone like hated Me Without You because they went there for Paramore, and they're like, "What's this weird band opening?" Yeah, for? I mean, it's which cool. I totally get. Yeah, that, it's cool that they're like friends and all, but but I they they shouldn't they shouldn't tour, tour together. Yeah. But I I would maybe love that. F- Maybe if they play like in a festival, yeah. that's fine. As like a marketing move, that's bad. For me, I would love that because me without you is my favorite yeah. band, and I love Paramore as well. But they're so different. I um, feel so bad for me without you. Cause... Yeah, they got trashed on, oh. um, which I felt. And Haley Williams was pissed about it too. Yeah, because me without you is her favorite band. Yeah. And uh, so she's been on their album. Haley Williams has terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was in- an interesting thing. But yeah, after after by Paramore, loved it. So good. Uh, I yeah. still listen to it. I've been listening to it since it came out. Every now and then. Um, let's see what else. Uh, actually, it's oh man, maybe it's like a four way tie because okay. I just remember Algiers, the underside of power. Was oh yeah, that one so man. good. It's like rock gospel. I remember you saying that like. Because it was like near so, the end of the year, and you're yeah, like, that's this why is it, probably my number one favorite album. Yeah, that it, it's wow, one. It was okay. one of my all time favorites, and it still <laughs> is. Um, I just forgot about it because it was one of the last albums I listened. I was very late to listening to it, mm. but it's so good. So yeah, the underside of power by Algiers, um, a black mile to the surface by Manchester Orchestra, Goths by Mountain Goats, and yes. Crack Up by Fleet Foxes, which. Those are like my that's like my four way tie for twenty seventeen and Fleet Foxes is my second favorite band of all time, and I uh, that was their comeback after seven years I want to say. Wait, really? Yeah, they oh, had wow. made an album for a while, so I was so excited <laughs> for it. Yeah, their Helplessness Blues was in two thousand eleven, and that was about six. And How then did you know if they were even still a band. I don't. I didn't think. I didn't know if they were going to make one or not. Huh. But so when they started releasing singles, I got really excited. Yeah. Um, but that album is so good. Huh. Um, it's it's a little experimental and a lot different than their other stuff, but I just adore it. Um, Goths, we already good. talked about that. And yeah. then uh, Black Mile Surface, we just talked about. Yeah. And Algiers, uh, I guess I'm going to talk about that really quick. Uh, it's kind of like rock gospel. It's I can't compare them to any other bands. Uh, it's just it's fascinating to listen to. It's so good. Um, it's just I get into it every time I listen to it. It's so different. Um, the sound is just so hype. I love it. So Al- hype. A L G I E R S. I believe is how you spell that. Algiers. Should look them up. Is that a town or something? Pro- I think like it is. Country. Yeah. They only have two albums, and that was their second one after a while, and it was just amazing. And yeah. Um, and yeah. then if you want to, since I just talked for like an hour, uh, you <laughs> go ahead and mention any albums so far this year you like. Well, um, so I mentioned earlier about the Oh Hellos, and um, there are two EPs that they came out with. They, their first EP, Notos, mm-hmm. um, which is Latin for acquaintances, uh, came out late 2017. And then their second EP came out um, called Eurus, came out earlier like actually not too long ago 
and and I was listening to it. I, it was so nice yesterday, and I went for a walk on the trail, and I was just listening to that playlist that I talked about. Yeah. And it's just so good. It's, like, so happy. Nice. And, like, I, Oh Hellos have always been one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And I They're saw really them good. live, and one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Nice. But their music still sounds the same, but they keep getting better at it. Yeah, just like, more it's, tight. Yeah, it's more tight, and they put a lot more dynamics in it. And I remember hear, like playing it on my phone one time, and I was like, oh, it's okay. It's, you know, it's like kind of, you know, it's just, oh, hellos. Yeah. But like, you got to put it, you got to listen to it in your headphones. And I would highly suggest going on a walk on What's a nice the album day. Called? Well, I'll the, download it right now. The EP, the first EP is Notos. Notos. And the second EP is Eurus, which is uh, E U R Y S, I think. Just look up the oh, hellos. And it's their latest two EPs. They have a full-length album that came out uh, this year. Wait, what? Apparently. I just looked them up. They have no toast from... They have Dear Wormwood. Oh, wait, that's 2015. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, that That looks so there. much like 2018 to me for a oh, sec. Okay. That <laughs> looked like 2018. Dear Wormwood's a great album. Sorry about that. You better also. Be. But yeah, no, no toast. That's from last year. I'll give that a listen. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Levi the Poet is coming out with an album uh, oh, next yeah. month. And I'm super excited about that. He's always he has already released like one or two singles already. And are they good? They're good, but they're very they're musically they're like more dark. Oh really? Yeah, like and it's more hip hop y kinda too. Interesting. Uh I mean it's not it's not hip hop, but it sounds more well actually one of his singles, um, he actually has a featured artist of a guy who's like a spoken word slash rapper. So but it still sounds good. Yeah. And uh, check that out. yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, and the singles are really good. Um, Tyson Motzenbacher, um, one one of my favorite artists. He's a he's like a folk uh, singer songwriter musician on Tooth and Nail Records. Yeah. Uh, his album uh, Letters to Lost Loves, I think, it was like 2016. Is one of my is probably my favorite album from that year. Nice, but he's uh, he came out with he also came out with an EP uh, last year, and he's come out with another one, and it's just really good. And uh, I highly recommend Tyson Motzenbacher. And um, I got, I know I had one more Shaky Graves. Actually, I got two artists that are coming out with albums. Uh, Shaky Graves and uh, Lord Huron. Oh yeah, two. They're two really great artists, and I've gotten back into listening to Lord Huron. Excellent, it's really great, and uh, they're coming out real soon, and I'm really excited. So Dope. I already know that 2018 is going to be a good year for music. Oh yeah, I'm I ex- noticed. I'm excited. Yeah, I noticed about last year that there wasn't a whole lot of folk music. It's true. Yeah, so, there was a lot of good music last year, but not a lot of folk. Yeah, I mean, which I'm. It's fine. Uh, I'm I've branched out, you know, from folk music, but yeah. I still kind of miss hearing some good new stuff from like yeah, folk totally. indie. So I'm excited, you know. I got Lord Huron and Shaky Graves. Even though, by the sounds of it, I know that Lord Huron is sounding a little bit more psychedelic with this one. So, but I know nice. that it's going to be good. So, yeah, that's what I got. Cool. Uh, for 2018 so far. Um, I'll just mention like two albums so far this year that I can think of. Um, 
Here Come the Runts by AWOL Nation. I don't think it's going to be one of my favorite albums of the year, but <laughs> it's 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 a really fun album. Uh, the songs that are good on it are really good. Uh, Here Come the Runts, it's, it's a little jarring with its mixing because it goes from like this like intense like electronic sounds so like, yeah. it goes back and forth a little abruptly passion's really good handyman seven six of dynamite's the best song on the album i love it it's a little folky actually which is weird for all nation um cannonball uh miracle man it has all the good songs on it i'll probably listen to it on, on and off throughout the year but i don't think it'll be one of my favorites but i really like it and this, I might, I won't be surprised if this is one of my favorite albums at the end of the year, is Little Dark Age by MGMT. Mm. I was talking that, about yeah. that to you earlier. It's amazing, like, almost the whole way through. It's great. <laughs> um, it's, because MGMT's last album wasn't really that good, in my opinion. And I love really, MGMT. I've never really gotten into MGMT, I think you'd like them. I, I really I do. I tried getting into, uh, well, I, I remember I, I feel like you'd like the new ago. album. Okay. I remember years ago, and I tried listening to them, and I'm like, all they sing about is like getting high. <laughs> yeah, the new, the new album has really good writing. Yeah. Like, it's actually really good, um, story wise and stuff. It's got interesting. Like, am themes. I not wrong in remembering? You're that not. You're not wrong. A lot about like, no, drugs it, and such. It's totally not wrong. <laughs> um, the new. I think the, I can't remember if the new album has any of that, but a lot of it is interesting stories rather than just that so nice those are two albums so far like albums i'm excited for i can't um really think of too much i'm excited for the leave out the poet one i know gorillas is apparently releasing another full length this year and an, i thought it was gonna be a oh B, yeah i thought it was gonna be a b-side album the humans but it's apparently just a whole new album and that really that surprises me and even though humans was disappointing i'm always going to be excited for more gorillas yeah because not every, a band, so every album can't be the best thing, so they're gonna try different stuff, and I won't like all of it, and that's totally fine. Maybe I'll like this next one more. Yeah. So Gorillas, I'm really crossing my fingers. I really do think Me Without You might drop an album this year, and really? there's no signs of that. But I'm thinking that because, um, I want to say it was, um, it's all crazy it's all whatever it's a really long album name they're more folky album that was 2009 um and then 10 stories was 2012 pale horses was 2015 so it's like all of them at three-year intervals Mm -hmm. and now it's 2018 it's another three years i feel Uh, like if they might keep up with that pattern we they might release an album this year and he was like helping paramore with some music and stuff so and they're like touring so it's not like they're not doing anything um yeah. But I am really crossing my fingers they're going to release an album this year or do anything. Um, they had like a bit of a B-side with some demo tracks in 2016, but that was like more of an EP thing mm-hmm. and stuff. But that was like a B-side to Pale Horses, essentially. Yeah. So I'm really crossing my fingers that's going to happen. Um, who else? I feel like there was at least one more band that was releasing stuff this year, but I can't really remember so it's very possible that mumford and sons are gonna announce a new album yeah very soon Mm -hmm. this year because they've already i know mumford and sons gets a lot of hate now for some reason i don't really uh i think it's died over that now it's kind of been trimmed down to like their true fans are paying attention now there's like i i (coughs) kind of like 
which they used to be like one of my favorite bands. I won't really call them one of my favorite bands anymore, but I still like them, and they got me into the music I like now. Yeah. Um, and I still really like their albums, and I think they're great. Um, but I do. I just never really got how they became this band that a lot of people started hating on so it's much. It's kind of like uh, it was like how know, Coldplay. Like, got yeah, on, Coldplay. which I kind of jumped not, on the Coldplay it's not hate warranted or deserved. It's just. Uh, yeah. You know that new EP they released was like great. It was yeah. so different, and so I think they're gonna do some interesting stuff. Yeah, because they um they they had been recording since last year. Yeah. Um, even though they've been like touring and doing different shows now, yeah. but um, they've still been writing a lot of music, and they've made some posts on social media of them yeah. being in the studio, and it's very possible that they've been. Re-collaborating with uh, Baba Mall and a lot of the same nice. people from the le- from their EP Johannesburg. Um, so whether that's all related or not, mm-hmm. like with the same project, uh, don't know yet. But I'll um, always be no matter, even if I get tired of them, which I did for a while. But I, I'm always gonna really respect them yeah. as musicians. And They're still my favorite. No matter, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that's okay. They were great live. They're so talented. But yeah. um. But yeah, so like, if they, no matter what, if they release new music, I'm always going to be interested to see what they do, because their last album ended up being a lot different, so I'm like, maybe they'll keep doing different stuff, and then their EP was like very tribal, and you know how I am about like kind of yeah. jungly, tribal sounding stuff, I love it, so yeah. it's like, maybe they'll go even more crazy with that. Yeah, I so. don't know. I mean, they, they've said that like one of their greatest fears is just doing the same thing over yeah. and over again. Which that was kind so. of their first two albums, and mm-hmm. I've think you could really tell that they were like okay with their third because they wanted to do a little more it was a little more it wasn't as folky yeah it was I, hardly folky at all yeah honestly. which i respect it's kind, <laughs> it's kind of like i feel like that album is like kind of turning it to us a little bit like how shirt force are folky and i i would say where we're at now is like how mumford and sons not to compare some mumford and sons because i don't really think we're that <laughs> We've been compared to them in the past, but I wouldn't say we're. Um, I'm stumbling so bad right now. <laughs> I wouldn't say we're that similar to them, really. But yeah. in terms of sound changing from like folky to more alternative or rock, thing is, is it's kind of like our transition. Yeah, the thing forest. is though, we kind of we kind of tend to like go back and forth. Yeah, which I, I like, I and I think cool. they're also kind of finding the middle ground too, mm-hmm. because. Um, there's one song, one of their new songs that they've written, but it hasn't been recorded yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but Winston went back on the banjo for that one. Oh, nice. Even though it is still kind of rocky, but he was playing the banjo for that. So. That's cool. So, yeah, they haven't got. Folk and rock of... is a great mix. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, music 2018 is going to be dope. Hopefully. Um, we're releasing more stuff in 2018, like for sure. That's the plan. Yeah. It, so you know it's, it's going to be February, a great year. Even if it ends up not releasing until December, like it's going to come out this year. Yeah, maybe. that's usually how our timeline works. Yeah, so might but, be a few months, but we're determined. We're only doing like three songs, right? So well, if we, if we really kick it, we could have it out soon. But I think we could shoot for more. Probably. I think we should. Yeah. We'll just play it by ear. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. There we go. There's... Uh, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Man, that, that's a podcast, man. That's a podcast right there. <laughs> yes, I don't know what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're just looking at me very intently. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, dude. It's that's a, a podcast. podcast. <laughs> that's... 
Uh, That's how we should end every podcast. That's a podcast. <laughs> should I just give like the right usual now. plugs? Yeah, sure. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Music of Sherwood. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube, you just search. I can't talk today, man. I'm, I'm st- <laughs> well, we've been talking it's for like... because I drank this Red Bull and we've I'm We've been so talking hyper. for like two hours straight anyway, oh so... Lord. But yeah, um, Sherwood Forest Band. You search that, you find us. Yes, pretty much. And check out our new music video, too. <laughs> Bless yeah, you. Yeah, no retreat. Oh, we made a music video for that, and it was freaking good. Yes, it was if really we good. do say so ourselves. It was the best thing ever made by any human. <laughs> Take that, Leonardo da, not, da Vinci. Not even joking. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Michelangelo. <laughs> good job. I'm proud of you. All right. This is the Podwood Forecast. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, tune in to hear Mitchell say... I wanted to do like a VeggieTales like like tune in next time to hear Laddie say blah 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 whatever he would say anyways please help me you guys have a good night good morning good afternoon whatever we don't care no we do care we care too much he's just sarcastic <laughs> We're reacting to, yeah. to us talking. What great five taste. years ago. <laughs> yeah. I actually what, don't know what it is yet. What so good lads. I'll, I'm wondering you, if I'm going to horribly disagree with myself. Uh, I already know that there's a couple that I uh, disagree with, yeah. but uh, we'll get to that. But thanks for watching. For I know there's watching. one thing on there that I was probably a little too generous with. We'll see. <laughs> um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah. Um, yeah. So now, uh, well, first of all, thank you for listening this far to yeah. to that episode. I hope it was enjoyable for you guys to listen to little young us. And so now we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to see how much we've changed over the years since. You've uh, changed, man. Since the beginning of 2018. Yeah. So um, I'm going to read off. Since it was like so unstructured, I kind of had to do a little bit of guesswork in terms of like what our rankings were. Yeah. Um, so confusing. But um, yeah, was there something that you wanted to say? No, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for <laughs> it. there's nothing to react to yet. Um, certain certain things I'll get through first before I get to the like the official list because in this episode it was a little weird because we not only talked about albums but we talked about like. Well, you especially, you talked about, like, singles and EPs and such. Oh. And so, and we talked about, like, 
honorable mentions and biggest disappointments. Um, my favorite. Um, what? My favorite. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love disappointments. For, well, speaking of disappointments, I'll I'll start off with that. Uh, your biggest disappointment was Humans by Gorillas. Oh, I did have that as a disappointment. Yeah, but here's the thing: I think you were still uh, re-listening to it. I think you were still a little generous about it, but that you was were probably just getting to the point where you were realizing that it's not. If a good I was album. at least <laughs> listing it as a disappointment, I feel like I was kind of there because yeah. then I, I eventually got to the point where I was like, "The album sucks," <laughs> and uh, yeah. I don't want to derail this conversation too much. But that's fine. Um. Listening to Cracker Island recently. Oh yeah. Do you not like it? I kind of think Humans is better. Oh, than really? Cracker Island by just a little bit. Wow. I, I think there's see. a few songs on Cracker Island I like, but and when I think I'm like a lot of the singles and some songs off of Humans, I think they have like the same amount of songs I like, but Humans has like more of an identity to me. If that's weird to say. Interesting. Like. I don't think I disagree at all. Yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I don't think I agree at all. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think Cracker Island is, like, mega forgettable. Huh. I It's not my favorite, There's some for good sure. songs, but I'm like, Humans is way longer, so it has more bad songs, but I think it has, like, an equal amount of good it's songs. It's a bit more, rem- uh, like, memorable. And it, it has more of, like, an identity as, like, a phase of gorillas, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Where it's, like, it's, it's even though it's bad, They're very it's like similar, like, in terms and- of how much I like them, but I think if I had to choose one, I'm like Cracker Island feels more like a now, now or the fall where the humans at least feels like a big phase. I currently, I like this better than the now, now, uh, because I I like the now, now more. (gasps) Yeah. I know you're just a little bit. I'm a little bit of a now, now defender. Yeah, you are. Not by much though. This is Cracker Island is for me is like a better version of the now, now. That's kind of how I was feeling at first, but I, I, I think the now now is just like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. They're very similar. I think they are basically like the same album, but interesting. They are. I think Cracker Island is like produced and sounds a little better, but I think the now now has more songs I like. Mm, yeah. Interesting. It's a hot take there. Yeah. I, there, I'm, anyways, Gorillas review. Uh, something popped up on your computer. Oh. Uh, I don't know oh, if that's important. No, it's not. Okay. It's something unrelated. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I think I, but I this, definitely am not like a I'm not like a humans revisionist though I still right. find that to be a very disappointing record overall. It is, yeah. And we were also like, uh, I think I was I was uh, quick to to dislike it faster than you, but yeah, like, I, I, both I of remember, us I think had like recency bias because it was like it had been years. I liked all the singles when they were coming out, and yeah. I, I remember like. You weren't liking it. I was like, "No, it's great, man! <laughs> Shut up!" And, and then, then like, it eventually and settled cut me in. up all over my body because that was like their. Bi- it's kind of like the new Star Wars stuff, where it's like Episode Seven mm, comes out. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh! And, and that, you yeah, because it had been si- so long since the last yeah. album. So and now yeah. we've had like three more Gorillaz albums since then. So Which it's is, like it's crazy. <laughs> so it's like going back to it as just like an album and not some like big comeback. I'm like, yeah, it's like. It's as good as like <laughs> Cracker Island in the now now probably if a little worse. But, yeah, I think it's um, interesting to talk about Cracker Island because I think there's a lot in the music that we talk about that kind of mirrors this year because a lot of similar artists that have come out with new stuff this year. Yeah, so I think that's interesting. True, but yeah, that was your biggest disappointment, and it was I. It was also a disappointment for me. We actually talked about humans for a long time in that episode. I'm sure. Yeah, because that <laughs> that was kind of in a very big like 
that was probably around my peak like hype with gorillas yeah because I, I was listening to them a ton and then humans came out and i was listening to other old albums i still yeah, obviously like same. gorillas a lot but i feel like around that era is where i listened to them the most so yeah. both of us were very much like into gorillas like as much as we've been yeah i'm sure yeah and then song machine came out and we we're like oh my god that was great They're good again <laughs> and then and now i guess you don't like them anymore <laughs> yeah i mean at least song machine is awesome yeah and uh i i still i don't even think i would say i really dislike any other stuff i just found like like Stuff like the now now humans and Cracker Island I feel like just very middle of the road on, but mm. they have but all of them have songs I really like. That's true, yeah. That that's at least one thing is even if a Gorillas album is like kind of middle of the road, at least there's, there's going like, to be something. There's going to be some songs that are like yeah. fantastic still, so they're not all like irredeemable trash or anything. It's like the Fall is like their worst. Like I, I would never listen to any. Oh like, yeah, there's like one song on the Fall. <laughs> that's I the one to. album that like nobody mentions because there, it's like two, oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> there's two songs from it I would listen to like straight up. Only two songs. Yeah. So it's like at least it's not the Fall. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We have a whole episode about gorillas. If you guys want to listen to it, yeah. Even though Song Machine hadn't completely come out by then, we still talk yeah. about some of the singles. Yeah, Song Machine was so good. Yeah, I think we both named it our favorite album of that year. That's like their sure. true f- like Phase Four album to me. Yeah. Like if I think of like their debut, Demon Days, Plastic Beach, and Song Machine, I'm like, ooh, what a run! <laughs> Nothing else happened. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, so honorable mentions for you. I'm interested if you even have listened to these since then. Probably not. Uh, were uh, Beast Epic by Iron and, w- Iron and Wine. Oh, yeah. Phantom Anthem by August Burns Red. <laughs> and- <laughs> August Burns. I don't listen to them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't really either. I mean, they're talented guys, but... I think that album... Phantom Anthem. I think that was the one that had like King of Sorrow or something. I don't even know. I think it I was think that, that, that was point. the last August Burns Red album I cared about. Yeah, it was at that point where I had dropped off. I think at one point I listened to like two songs from it the past couple years mm-hmm. again because there was like one yeah. song that's cool. But yeah, I definitely honorable yeah. mention makes sense to me. Still, yeah, sure. Uh, and then uh, Unpeeled by Cage the Elephant. I think that's what it was called. You were kind of iffy about the title. What it was it was yeah that was their um, they're like covers of their own songs but like, it was like a live album okay let yeah. me look at what it's called yeah that's another band I haven't really yeah unpeeled for, for a while yeah I forgot that that's a good that's pretty good I okay. think I probably made it an honorable mention because it was just a live album but right yeah I'm not really huge on KJ Elephant much these days yeah, but um but I remember liking that yeah I, I would probably listen to it still okay cool I played it um. I feel like like a year ago, I just listened to that randomly because I was like, oh, it's tough and thought about KG Elephant for a while. I listened to like a couple of their records and then just like forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> They're one of those bands for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They, they definitely had their moment in the spotlight. Yeah. They only really have one album at this point, I, I think is like, like great. Ooh, yeah, I'd go back to that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and then you mentioned uh, a couple EPs and singles. You mentioned Velvet Face EP by Half Noise. Oh, I still listen to that. Yeah. That's a great one, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Demo EP by Steve Lacey. Oh, that's good, and, too. And then uh, the single Stranger by Miki Fiki. Remember those guys? Oh, yeah, Miki Fiki. Yeah. They're cool. And then uh, My Jinji Ging- My by Sunset Roller Coaster. 
what in the heck is that? <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow, I'm consistent with all these. Like, I'm pretty sure I got the title right because you also my... kind of botched that up. What was the band? Uh, Sunset Roller Coaster. I gotta like see it. Yeah, it's like some sort of like indie pop kind of thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I recognize this album art. It was like one song called My Jinji, J-I-N-J-I. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, I forgot about this song. <laughs> oh, man. You're I mean, welcome. I, that is, that's a good one. <laughs> I haven't listened to it like since it's then. But, yeah, I was I got like weirdly into them for like a few months and then totally mm-hmm. forgot about them. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Thanks, that was... Past Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, that's a super Thanks, chill song. Mitchell. I like that a lot. It's very much like, it's like crumb stuff. It's very like psychedelic, just reverb oh, yeah. indie rock stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that was your EPs and singles. So cool. You still listen well, to those. Well, I only didn't recognize one, so that wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. And now going into your albums, and I'm going to start from the bottom. Yeah, now we're here. We're here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and this is. How many albums is this? So it's not like really a set 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Okay, 11, I okay. guess. And two of them are actually from the same artist. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Oh, but uh, yeah. starting from what I think was the bottom, because again, this was a lot of guesswork. Yeah. Uh, sort of Scarlet by Red Scarves. Oh, yeah. Uh, Where's Your Light by Terra Terra. Okay, yeah, I was very focused on like shouting out like uh, local local stuff, stuff at the time. Yeah. That Ter- yeah, that Terra Terra album's good too. Um, I, I I'm I'm a bad local supporter. I probably haven't <laughs> listened to any local stuff like since we were playing. Yeah, locally. we're we're out of the loop now, yeah. man. We need to start going to local shows again. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Gumboot Soup by King. Uh, well, Gumboot Soup and Flying Microtonal Banana, both by yeah. King when Gizzard was, and the Lizard Wizard. When I was going through the releases, I I screenshot any I thought that mm-hmm. I would mention currently. Yeah, that I would mention currently, and I was curious if I mentioned at least Gumboot Soup. Yeah, I knew I'd probably mention Microtonal, but yeah, those are I would stand by those. Still. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Saturation by Brock Hampton. Definitely, mm-hmm. I do not care about Brock Hampton anymore. <laughs> really? I fell off. S- no, Brock Hampton was the most like I'm hype on these guys. They're the best a lot ever. Of and like a year later, them. like you just no yeah. one cares about them anymore. Really? Yeah, they really like. They I never, really, I never got on that bandwagon. They put out a couple albums recently that were just like bad. Oh yeah. And I, I remember really liking Saturation Three, but I just like. I tried listening to it again recently, and it's like it's still good, but it's I just fine. I don't care about it at all yeah. anymore. It was like a year ago. I remember I went back to some of their stuff, and I was like, I was like obsessed with these guys for a month. That's funny, but yeah, <laughs> no, I I knew I knew I was going to when I saw it on the releasing. I was like, I know I mentioned that, and I'm yeah, not you were big agree. on them for a while. Yeah, there was like a year where I was like, oh, they're awesome. But yeah, I I really don't care about them anymore. <laughs> if I'm being honest. I think this is going to be interesting hearing our perspectives now because now that we're going to have the version where I edit in, you get to clips, hear me like loving it, and well, then I'm well, going to be like, never people, mind. We might get people like into it because like I'll, I have clips of the music that we're talking about True. for the most part. I couldn't fit it all in, and then we're going to turn around and get them out of it. Yeah, they're <laughs> going to be like, oh, I'm going to check this out, and then we're like, I hate it now. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. I, don't, I wouldn't say I hate it. I just like really, I just wouldn't. I don't wouldn't care to ever listen to them again. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, speaking of hip hop, uh, next you had Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. I figured out, I saw that. I didn't like screenshot it as like, a, oh, I would definitely 
still hold that as a favorite. I still think that's a really good album, but I'm just, yeah. I'm not as big on, I think I was just trying to get in on the Tyler hype. Cause like everyone like loved him and Igor like was yeah. came out later too, but I'm, I'm, I can be mid. honest. I'm not, I don't really yeah, care that you much about Tyler, you, the creator. You, uh, you were saying how you didn't really get into call me if you get lost. Yeah. I didn't really like out. that. I liked Igor <laughs> and like flower boy, but I don't really care for much of his other albums. And, um, yeah, he's like really good. I think he has yeah. an awesome style, but I it's not your thing. I definitely would be lying if I said I consistently listened to like his two albums I I really liked. Yeah. But Damn. yeah, I I would probably that'd be like an honorable mention for me at this point, probably. Sure, yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but he's cool, but yeah, whatever. I'm not like a huge fan. Cool. Well then next uh would have probably been uh After Laughter by Paramore. Yeah, that uh, I definitely screenshot that, that and one other album I would put as like my favorites. Of okay. Year. I don't know if I See, here's had the thing. that ranked at all. I can't remember if this was a part of it, but you had like a four or five way tie for your number one. Really? And you could, yeah. In the episode, you couldn't decide which after, was your after favorite. had to have been that because that is still a very <laughs> relevant album to me. Yeah. Like I, I never really stopped listening to that album yeah. every year. It's, and then now they got a new album. And their new album's year. freaking great. Yeah. Like, I, have, I haven't listened good. to it. I, yeah, After Laughter was kind of like became. Uh, yeah, I was like looking. I mean, I know which ones are probably going to be the other mentions. But yeah, like, 2017 had a lot of like really like it was a good year. Good yeah. sticks. Yeah. with me like I have a lot on me. my list that I would call like like some of my top favorite albums of all time. There, yeah. yeah, there are at least three mm. that you're probably about to mention that I would still consider like. Yeah. Very like inspirational like albums I love. Yeah. Yeah. Some of all time, I'm sure. Well, like I said, these you had like a four or five way tie with all of these. If it I can't remember if you included Paramore with that, but it was a tie between uh or amongst uh The Underside of Power by Algiers. Oh yeah, Algiers. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that album. Yeah. It's funny because you almost forgot about I... it in the episode. A few months ago, I actually, um, I remembered that band. I was like, oh, yeah, they had an album I really, this is literally like when I was starting my current job. Yeah. I was like talking about music with coworkers and they mentioned like a specific genre. And I was like, this reminds me of something. I was like, oh, yeah, that Algiers album. What was it called? And I like had to like figure out what that album was called. Yeah. Because I haven't really listened to it much since. But I re-listened to some of it. I was like, this still rocks, but I. Obviously wasn't. It obviously didn't. Like effective. it would probably be in like a top 10 for that year, but okay. I, I wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, this is like the best of that year. But okay. I still, I still like that album. It's just, I didn't consistently listen to it. Okay, cool. Uh, and then, uh, next was uh, crack up by fleet foxes. That was 2017. Yeah. Oh man. I didn't see that when I was looking through the list. <laughs> I mean, shoot, you that... said it was, it was in there. So. Okay. Yeah. That that's definitely up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's an all timer for sure. Yeah. I think that's my favorite fleet foxes album. Yeah. Just saying a lot. Cause they're like one of my favorite bands. Yeah. I think in the, in the episode you said that they were your second favorite band at the time. I wouldn't say that now, but they're, they're pretty core to yeah. my taste still. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And then, uh, <clears throat> and then it would have been uh, Goths by the Mountain Goats. That would have to be. That would be my number one that year. Really? Because that that's like a that's my probably I've come to the realization that's my favorite Mountain Goats album. And yeah, they are my actual second favorite band. Yeah. So yeah, it's like that and Heretic Pride, and I feel like I've come around on Goths being like the one I've listened to the most, like for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I've, I, because especially after listening to this episode, I came, I came around hard on this album since were then. Were you not crazy for it at the I time? I wasn't crazy about it at first because yeah. it was so, it was so different. Man, but... I, I, I was the defender the whole time. <laughs> well, like, I, I said I do the feel, album. That was the album that got me into them, which is weird. Yeah. Because that is like their weird album. It is. And I remember like, yeah, because Matt was like, showing me one of their albums like it was pretty good and i yeah. kind of kept listening to it i was like what's their other stuff i was like none of their other stuff sounds like it this. was definitely a grower for me yeah and in the episode i said like yeah i feel like i should i should have it higher in the list and i definitely do now yeah but yeah, yeah. that's like a top 10 album for me of yeah. all time yeah it's it's my favorite from them mm-hmm. um and then uh a black mile to the surface yeah, manchester that's, orchestra that's the other one i expected that is yeah that is like a really tough tie way that is a yeah. tough tie i, I can still, imagine I, how difficult it was i still stand by that i if i had to order it i would probably say goths i can't really decide between goths or black mile see really? I, I, I still am in the same headspace I can't really, <laughs> yeah. those two i can't really choose between but i would put those above after laughter and then probably crack up Okay. Is like kind of tied with after laughter if you had to choose like if we were doing an episode now uh-huh what what would you just between pick? those four? If what would you pick as your number one between oh, Goths and a Black Mile, just for the sake of the episode? Goths. Okay, <laughs> I'd probably have to go Goths. I think I listen to it more. I think I think Black Mile has more sentimental value to me, but mm-hmm. in terms of an album, I would want to listen to more often. There's other Manchester records I, I could listen to. Yeah, but Goths is so distinct. So I'd probably go. I'd probably have to go with goths just by like a little bit if I had to. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that that is definitely. Um, I definitely stand by that for yeah. sure. Those four are like really hard to choose a favorite between. Sure. I want to see which other ones I screenshot. Um, oh yeah, what would your list? Ones look I like didn't now? mention that uh-huh. I've listened to since then. Um, I screenshot the King Gizzard albums. Uh, this old dog by Mac DeMarco. That would be like an honorable mention. Oh, okay. that's a really good album. Uh, Perfume Genius. They had an album called No Shape, and then Pond put out an album called The Weather. Those are good. Okay. Um, wouldn't be favorites or anything. They'd just be like honorables. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Big Thief also had an album that year that I have since listened to because their album last year I loved right, so much. Yeah. So I went and listened to their stuff, and they have an album called Capacity that is great. Okay. Uh, Brand New had their last album that year, too, even though I know they're like oh. controversial because of the weird stuff with the singer. But like yeah. that album was, was a good album. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> and then Queens of the Stone Age, they had an album that... I mean, it's not an amazing album compared to some of the other stuff, but it was good. Yeah. Um, Can you, like, then... talk in your mic real quick? Check. Hello. My like... Is... Do, keep talking. Checking. Hello. Oh, okay. Weird. Was I... I hope I was recording that whole time. Uh, a little bit. I think people could still yeah. hear your voice, but... You can turn me up and post, I'm sure. Hopefully it sounds okay. Sure, yeah. I just probably have to get a new cable. Yeah. But it, it'll be gotcha. fine. Gotcha. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. Continue. <laughs> uh, other ones I didn't mention that I would at least kind of mention... Yeah, Queens of Stone Age, Foo Fighters, Concrete and Gold. I don't love that album, oh, but it has yeah. some really good songs. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it, it wouldn't be like a favorite, but it has some good songs. I think I remember that being. I don't think I talked about it in the episode, but it was like an honorable mention. For yeah, me. and so. then the last honorable mention I'd put is probably Chris Stapleton's album. Oh, you've been getting Chris Stapleton from From a Room Volume Two. Okay. I 
I think I've listened to that. I listened to like a few of his random records, and I'm pretty sure I listened to this one. I'm not like a big fan. Right. Anything, but I like Chris Stapleton a lot. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've listened to that, so I probably would have mentioned that if I listened to it at the time. But Okay. Um, but yeah, Chris Stapleton's cool. Okay. Uh, his last album was great too. But. Yeah, I need to get into yeah, him more. That I was like a him. pretty I don't feel like I've I forgot about some stuff, but I feel like my opinions haven't like drastically changed. Yeah. Really. Yeah. My top favorites would my top four would those would definitely still be like the ones I struggle between now. Yeah. So I'm Surprised at how consistent it seems to be. Yeah. Um, it's like, I mean, hey, if I mean, if it's good, it's good. You know, the fact there was only like maybe a, like two or three albums that <laughs> didn't end up sticking with me, like I thought they would. Yeah. is Kind of. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can trust your opinions. The fact I liked <laughs> um, those four that much. Yeah. And it wasn't just like a recency bias. Like they actually did stick with me. I'm. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. So. Couple other notes because we did talk about a couple other things relating to music. We talked about like music that we were liking so far in that year. Oh. So I wrote down a couple notes, something that you mentioned. You mentioned that you were liking uh, MGMT's Little Dark Age. Great album, yeah. Yeah? Yes, yeah, okay. I still love that album. It's great. Yeah. And then you also it's their, mentioned. It's probably, their, uh, it's my favorite album of theirs, probably. I still haven't. Uh, uh, checked out much of MGMT. Really I was kind of turned off by my first initial experience with them. Oh, really? It was with their earlier music, which everyone says that it's it's not as good. You know, I like the album that has like the wave on it and the cat. The, I don't even remember. I don't know what it's. I forget what it's called. That's a great one. But I yeah, I really only listened to like two of their albums. Yeah, their last one they put out like last year was apparently really bad. I didn't listen to it. But uh. <laughs> a little Dark Age rocks. I still think that's a great album. Cool. And you also mentioned, which I think is really funny and interesting because i think the last time we hung out you were talking about this all oh of a really sudden. uh here come the runs by awol nation oh yeah that's funny you're you were like and i didn't i hadn't even listened to them at that point of this yeah. episode you're like i've kind of been listening to this new awol nation album and it's kind of good <laughs> yeah that is funny because it was just a couple weeks ago um it just came across my spotify just randomly. And yeah. I, I just was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah. Like, I forgot about AWOL Nation in general, but that album <laughs> specifically just, like, made it. It was one of those things where I saw it and I was brought back to, like, that year. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, yeah. And I, I re-listened to it. And yeah. there's some stinkers on it. But that, that <laughs> album has some really fun stuff. It's, that it's I was like, this is kind of a part. cool album. Like, yeah. I was just re-listening to it yeah, the other week. And I was like, yeah, there's some not great stuff on it, but it's... Yeah, there's a lot from that album. It has I some really to. fun songs. Yeah, but I I wouldn't say it's great, but yeah. it's a kind of a guilty pleasure. Sure, of. yeah. It's like and the only album by them I really would. Yeah, they to. haven't really released anything else since then that I've been crazy about. But, yeah, you know. Um, also, just a, another additional note, uh, which I think is pretty interesting. At the time of this episode, you were suspicious that a new "Me Without You" album was coming out, and then. They they did right yeah yeah because yeah. um yeah what year was entitled wait why was it did I say like why I was suspicious you were of just kind of sensing it because of the time that had uh that had, yeah that's right the time between um, albums and yeah such. oh entitled was 2018 yeah. oh 2018 changed my life dude <laughs> yeah because yeah, I, I was looking at their releases and it was like yeah it was usually like three yeah all their albums are almost. From brother, sister onward, it was always three years. Yeah, yeah. That's what you were saying. And I was saying. like, it's been three years. <laughs> There's got to be a new... And then, like, they 
dropped Julie as a single with the EP and then untitled. Which I don't, it, it hadn't, nothing had come out. Yeah, no, point. I was just like, this get, was just your gut. They weren't even, yeah, they weren't <laughs> even hinting at it yet. Yeah. Or marketing. I just like assumed it would happen yeah. because I was like, oh, and then you I were right. Wanna... You ended up being right. Oh. They, they came out with the untitled EP and then yeah. the album. I want to go back to a time where like I was looking forward to new <laughs> me without you music because that's Aww. never going to happen again. Yeah. But at least they put out like, one of my favorite albums like ever made. Yeah. Like that. I still think that's like, Did it's you like say that, that was your favorite from that year. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost my oh. favorite. It's almost my oh, favorite yeah. album of theirs too. Yeah. So like, that's huge. It's, it's that. And I still lean to brother sister more, but untitled is like, that is it. And the EP, which mm-hmm. I, I listen to those like literally just yesterday they are really good but yeah those are like wildly important albums oh the ep and the lp so i think i would have even had them in my at least top five yeah that year i can't really Uh, i gotta go listen to myself like be like speculating about a new me without you yeah that's so (laughs) that's so pure pretty entertaining yeah um, oh, it'll never happen again. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm here for you. That's cool. Yeah, I forgot that came out in 2018. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, I wonder I, if there's an episode where like I talk about it when it come, when it came out. No, no. Did we we didn't do like a 2018 wrap up at all? No, because well, oh that because no, we yeah we didn't we didn't have anything going on on 2018 other than uh, talk the pulse. Oh, true. And, you yeah, know, that's all strictly. Uh, um, local music. That's wild. That. Yeah. I, the only record I have of my initial thoughts on it is like some Reddit post yeah. I made where I was talking like a bunch of people on the Mew that you saw Reddit and we were all like talking about it when it, like we were all like live like posting yeah. about it when it came out. Uh, um, that's cool. I was obsessed with it from day one. Yeah. I'm glad that we did. I mean, we did have our, our me without you episode that we did. Um, yeah. but that would have been like a year after it. So, right. Um, would have been I feel like in that episode, fresh. I kind of was hard on like A to B life. I don't think so. I remember being like, yeah, it's pretty good, but I don't really listen <laughs> to it. Which I'm like, uh, and then I like a year later, I went and like was listening to it again. I was like, man, why was I like saying this was like my least favorite? <laughs> I can't remember. I, mean, I feel like I was really like, cr- I was like, I remember saying things that would probably make me without you fans really mad. Yeah. But I'm just at like a a point of sympathy where I'm just like, every album's 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I'm going to go through my, uh, what I talked about in the episode really mm-hmm. quick. Yes. Um, I'll start with, uh, Oh, I didn't write down my disappointments for some reason. <gasps> uh, so one of them was humans, of course. Uh, yeah. But I also mentioned, uh, may had come out with an album that year. That oh yeah. They had the me. song that was like 10 minutes long. Yeah, well, the I think that was just a single before the album. I think it was well, just it was like the own. morning, afternoon, evening album, right? Uh, and the first song is with, like the yeah, it was just with the, the fisherman M A E. Yeah, yeah. I remember thinking I really liked that album, but whenever I first go back couple to tracks, it, I remember being okay. But the rest I didn't of it mention that really... as a maybe I hadn't listened to you it. You did yet. talk about it when I mentioned it. You were like, "Oh yeah, I did listen to that," and you I, basically said the same thing. Where it's oh, like, really? "Yeah, I don't like it anymore." <laughs> I, I like like the, the first four songs on it, probably. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm more consistent than I give myself <laughs> credit for. I thought I was gonna like have changed my mind and like. On well, everything. I mean, you change your mind. It's just that like. You, you mentioned that you changed your mind. You're just like, yeah, I liked it initially, but now I don't. True, you know? yeah. So, but yeah, it was a bigger disappointment for me because like I'm such, 
I, I, I'm more of a you, May fan than you are. You yeah, because the Everglow is like one of your favorites. Yeah. Mm, so. I love the Everglow, and I'm still trying to get it on vinyl, but, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I did write Biggest, biggest Disappointments. Yeah. Um, honorable mention for me, uh, it's just because it's a it's a cover album, was Under the Covers Volume 2 by Ninja Sex Party. Oh, right. <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I still jam to their stuff, so yeah. you know, it's still good stuff. Uh, I didn't mention any EPs or singles, but um, I left it strictly to albums. Yeah. So. And so going to albums, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I guess I'm, this is my top 11, I guess, of okay. that year. Um, I also put Sort of Scarlet by Red Scarves and Where's Your Light by Terra Terra. Very decent albums for like local releases and such, but yeah. can't say I've really listened to them that yeah, much. Yeah, we, we were being very, we just wanted to shout out our, our, yeah. our uh, locals at the time, you yeah, know. yeah. Funnily enough, Emily Blue from Terra Terra is still making music. Oh, nice. She's not even doing the Emily Blue stuff anymore. Some, oh, really? Some other name. I forget. I, was, I never like kept up to Terra Terra like, break up or something. Or they, are they still going? Yeah, they like fizzled out. They like broke okay. up and then they came back with a, a Couch Surfer EP. Oh, I that's think. right. Yeah. And then like that was it. Oh, okay. But I think they still do stuff together. I think they still like help Emily with her stuff. But gotcha. Anyways, yeah, that was, that was a local band. They were from like the Champaign area and uh-huh. they went to Chicago. But and then uh, next uh, was Rubonic by John Rubin. I think right now would be more of an honorable mention for me. Still a decent album. Yeah. I grew up a fan of John Rubin, and uh, that's probably one of his best albums. But I can't say that I, like, go back to it very much anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next, which is definitely something I don't listen to anymore, uh, Crooked by Propaganda. He is also another Christian hip-hop artist. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, uh, which, funnily enough, I recently saw him at Audio Feed. Oh. Um, and um, he's a talented guy, uh, and I like his artistry and such, but, uh, man, I don't agree with his politics anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of at a phase at that time where I think I was kind of in my grifting phase at that time, but just not completely. Right. Because, like, I obviously still, like, liked what he said. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it anymore, but, you know, like, more more power to him. Yeah. Um. Just, yeah, don't listen to that music anymore. Um, next was Goths by the Mountain Goats. Noise. Which obviously, it's a lot higher now. Yeah. But yeah, I was still at the point where I was like, yeah, I'm coming around on this album, you know? I'm starting to really like it, you know? Yeah, I remember, I remember you, like, liking it, but you were, you were, I it was definitely, I could tell sold. it was growing on you. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not completely close-minded. Uh, and next is, uh, Shelter by William McCarthy. Which is interesting that I put this in my top 10 because it is more of a cover album. There are some originals. Uh, William McCarthy is the lead singer of one of my former favorite bands, Augustine's. The Beatles? Uh, yeah. <laughs> McCartney? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paul McCarthy. Um, and uh, after Augustine's broke up, this was like his first solo album. Mm. So I there was a lot of recency bias. It's still a decent album, but it's not like incredible. And I haven't really listened to it that much. I since kind of then. forgot about Augustine's. Yeah, except last time we like watched that documentary. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a. I had that documentary as like I think my number ten film of that year. Mm-hmm. I think that was twenty nineteen. 
Uh, yeah, that's like the only other time we've talked about Augustine's on this show. Yeah. But um, I, I I have, other than like the first track from that album, which is, uh, oh, I can't even remember what it's called. Wow. Um, I'm blanking on it right now. Fake but like fan. I've listened to that track uh, a bunch since then, but like the whole album, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next was uh, Destroyers of the Soft Life by J. Roddy Walston and the Business. I still think it's a really good, a really solid album. I don't listen to it that much lately, but every once in a while I'll go back to some of the tracks from there. And it was, it was just a band that I had recently discovered that year. And I actually recently was like, oh, I wonder if they've had any music. And I looked into them and I, I guess they're no longer a thing, but the lead Uh-oh. singer has formed a new band called Palm Palm. And they have one EP out from like a year or so ago. And I really like it. Nice. It's, it's really good. It's, it's, only a little different from J. Roddy Walston in the business, but uh, but yeah, I to- completely understand why I still have it on there. And then uh, I'd say the next three are were very much tied for that year. Uh, Melodrama by Lord, I think is oh still, yeah, that was that year. Yeah, uh-huh. still a solid album in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Wasn't crazy about her r- more recent album. Yeah, sadly I, no one was. Yeah, not a lot of people, but Melodrama is still great i think it's still a standout album from that year Mm -hmm. i was surprised that it didn't win a grammy but yeah and then uh sleep well beast from the national oh yeah i gotta say i'm not really much into the national that much anymore Mm. but i still love a lot of their old stuff Uh uh-huh they got a new album that's coming out this year i guess but just a lot of their stuff is just very sleepy and i feel like i agree Sleep Well Beast was like their last really good album, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Still some solid stuff. Yeah, they're very like mellow now. Yeah. Mellowed out a lot. They're they're sad dads now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh and then next would have been Gone Now by Bleachers. Oh, okay. Um, I had mixed opinions about his most recent album, but I, I still really love Gone Now. It's a really Is it's a really the album solid... where he's like wearing the funny hat? On the cover? Like the uniform yeah. and everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's I've his... now listened to all of it because Abby likes that album a lot. Oh, so awesome. I've actually heard all of it now. Oh, and It's nice. really good, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a really I'd solid mention that pop album. for that year, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a oh, really good one. That's good, yeah. I mean, uh, you can stop. thank Abby for that. She's gotten me to listen to much more thank of the Thank you, Abby. <laughs> good. You, you've, you've done well. Yes. Uh, stop Making This Hurt is just a jam, honestly. It is. Um... Or wait, no, that's from the last album. What was the one? Oh, Don't Take the Money. Yeah, that, that that's a good one. Yeah, it's really that good. And that also has uh, Lord featured on it on Don't some of the tracks. Take the money? Yeah, and then my number one, and it's still undefeated now, <gasps> Black Mile to the Surface, yeah. Manchester Orchestra. I was actually listening to it the other day because uh, they've come out with a new EP, which I've actually really grown to like. Nice. Um, I need to listen to it. You should and watch the Cause at film first because I, I I need to watch. I think I'll try to watch it with the film first if it's like kind of built for that. Because I listened to the first single and I was like it was like good, but I found it kind of sleepy. Yeah, I'm like I think I need to like. It's definitely more of a chill. It's a chill kind of EP, which apparently they didn't really set. They didn't really originally set out to make an EP. Uh-huh. They're like because I listened to an interview. It just with seems like Andy. a really random project. Yeah, they're like. We didn't set out to go for like any particular length. We didn't know if it was going to be a long album or an EP. So they definitely like put effort into this EP. It's okay. not just a collection of five songs. They they like really cared about this project. So Sweet. I definitely recommend. It is more chill, but it's still like got really interesting production that I think 
sets it aside from Million Masks and okay. uh, Black Mile, even though it's still kind of similar. Gotcha. But yeah, anyway, so I kind of started listening back to some older Manchester, and Black Mile is still Black my Miles, favorite. Yeah, that's always going to be my favorite of theirs. It's which like very, it's I don't a know if that's a hot album. take amongst their hardcore fans, but... I think a lot of people love this album. Yeah, uh, I, it, I just think it's like, especially for just the sentiment of that time, it's just... Like, I do wonder, I'm like, would I have been like, as obsessed with the album as I was if I was, I was just like discovered it on my own and like wasn't like we weren't like doing the band and stuff. Cause mm. I think it's just like the time it was just perfect time. Yeah. For that album, you know? And, yeah. Like, it's got a lot of sentimentality yeah. stuck with it. It's very just, yeah. It just remains like a weirdly inspirational album and I just yeah. love the sound of it. And million masks was good, but I did feel like it was just kind of like a, sort a, of a, like at the end, it's a very similar album, but yeah. I don't know why it has its differences for sure. Yeah. But it's just <clears throat> slightly less interesting than, Black Mile. Yeah, I think I think what Black Mile has going for it is that it was such a fresh thing for yeah. Manchester. It was such a new thing. Set a very grand feel to it too. <laughs> yeah, like I I think maybe Million Masks was like a little more mellow than I would like, but yeah, Black Mile just it's just so so much emotion. I yeah. just love the production of it. It's like very straightforward, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, that that album is like, still holds up so much to me. Yeah, definitely, it's probably in like a top ten of all time albums for me. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly where it would be, but yeah, it's still a very important album mm-hmm. for me. So, uh, so of course, it's it was my number one. I actually had I found more of an updated list that I did like a couple of years later. That feels a bit, it makes a bit more sense to me now. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll just briefly just kind of go through it. Uh, going from 10 to 1. Uh, Two Parts Viper by 68. Mercury, oh. <clears throat> Mercury and Lighting by John Mark McMillan, which I guess I hadn't listened to Wait, yet. Wait, Two Parts Viper was 2017? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would, I didn't see the, I would, I would totally put that as like a favorite of that year. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great, really good I one. I love that album. Yeah. And then uh, Flesh Eater by Bradley Hathaway. Bradley Hathaway is he's like a spoken word guy. He was kind of he was Levi the poet before Levi the poet, and uh, Flesh Eater yeah. is just it was a really good album. And then uh, Go Farther in Lightness by Gang of Youths. Mm-hmm. I obviously hadn't been into Gang of Youths at the time, but I am now, and I, I do really like that album. And then I still had Shelter by William McCarthy on there, and then Goths, Melodrama, Sleep Well Beast, Gone Now, and then Black Mile. So nice. not too different, but a yeah, little different. Yeah. Also, I guess uh, music that I liked at the time. Uh, where'd it go? Uh, the Oh Hellos had a couple EPs out at the time called Notos and Eurus, and it's kind of like the Oh Hellos. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, remember. I know them. I'm just trying to remember like music by them that I uh, listened to. They did Dear Wormwood, Hello My Old Heart. Your folksy kind of uh, group. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm recognizing it. Yeah, they had a couple they had two EPs out, which I think altogether they released four for that same project. Mm. Really good stuff. Um and then uh Levi the Poet, speaking of which, had a couple singles from his upcoming album that year called Cataracts. Um I don't remember exactly what singles they were. Also an artist that I like called Tyson Motzenbacher. Oh, had yeah. a couple. I remember him. Yeah, I've mentioned him a few times on this show. Yeah, he had a couple EPs out at the time that I was really enjoying, and then uh, Shaky Graves had been releasing some singles for uh, uh, "Can't Wake Up." Was that 2017? 
2018. Okay. Yeah. Because so that would be like. The full album hadn't come out yet, but a couple singles had. That and would so, probably be like my second favorite of 2018. Yeah. It, like if Move That You Didn't release music that year, it would have been number one. Yeah. The album is so good. Yeah. It might be my number one. Their new one. stuff is really good too. Yeah. That, um, I didn't know what an anthology album was. So I thought it was just going to be like live versions and altered but i was like oh there's like new songs on here oh okay and they're i really need to listen to it they're really they're very uh, some of them are very can't wake up vibes nice but they're suit they're really good it's okay. like it's actually like a great album cool just like to listen through it's a lot there's actually a good amount of new songs on it can't wake up is definitely another important album yeah i love can't wake up yeah it's so good and then uh lord huron had been releasing some singles for uh vide noir at the time I remember so. really liking that album, but I don't really go back to it. Me neither. It's got a few. I like it's got Huron. a couple bangers. Yeah, that's it though. Yeah. Uh, it's so that was the music that I was liking from 2018, and then uh, funnily enough, I was also suspicious that a new Mumford and Sons album was coming out. Oh yeah. So we both had like our suspicions that was the uh, Delta true. release in 2018. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which um, it was a good year for us. It was a good year. I More don't, so me, because I, I know you don't like love Delta or anything. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think Delta used to be my number one from that year. I don't know if it would be now, but I still really like it. It's uh-huh. still like a good album, but it wasn't their best. I had a little bit more cause to be suspicious that it was coming out because Mumford and Sons had been posting updates that they were in the studio and such. Yeah, they just hadn't made an official announcement that anything was coming out. So yeah. I was like, I think I think it's going to be this year. It's know? happening. Yeah. So uh, 2018 was a good year. I wish that we had some sort of podcast from that year. Yeah, that would have been like a good good episode. We would have been very excited it just, we, and happy. It would have been us geeking out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's us reacting to our lists from uh, from 2017. Nice. Uh, I hope this is interesting to some people. I feel like this might be more interesting than our last one where we just kind of talked about stuff that no one knew anything about. True. Like things that were more personal to us, like shows that we did. Like no one knows anything about this. Yeah, that's true. But this might be a little bit more interesting to yeah, people. Yeah, it's, it's more like a retrospective thing yeah, on like a certain year. Yeah, and anyone who likes who likes our top ten list could still enjoy it, especially since we're going to have the version where I – edit in clips of, of the music that we're talking about mm-hmm. be more interesting to people. And we True. also have this to make it seem still more special. Yeah. Like where it, where, where it's current us talking about stuff. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Any additional thoughts? <laughs> no. Cool. <laughs> we'll probably do something like this again. I want to do something about, uh, related to talk the pulse, but, We'll give it some time, you yeah. know, don't want to keep bombarding people with like, give us more followers or whatever, you know, right. give people a little bit of a break. But I mean, if you guys would be down for something like that, let us know, you know, so d- this isn't really a normal episode. So do we want like a recommendation? We don't normally do that for episodes uh, like this. Nah. Okay. We'll make the exception. Cool. Well, Congratulations again, guys. Thanks for your help for um, getting this podcast out there. We hope that you enjoyed this little gift that we have given you. And um, uh, uh, 
Um, uh, uh, goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Podwood Forecast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe. And if you'd like for us to give you a shout-out on the show, be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And also feel free to look in the show notes for links to our social media, our Twitter and Facebook. And as always, stay beautiful and thanks for listening. Bye.